Yeah, I think we're ready. Uh, hey, welcome to Chillmart. Oh, I didn't know you actually started. <laughs> I did start. Oh, okay. We're here. Um, this is... <laughs> nice. So good. All right. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, today's the day of the Super Bowl. We won't be watching, but there's some trailers out already that we watched. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that I didn't tell you going into this, actually, is um, some of the, the things that I wanted to address about the podcast, actually couple of things I have a little bullet point list here <laughs> i know i know i don't want it to be like a like uh you know like a list of demands i want to just bring up some stuff so first things first and i think this is the most important one is that going forward not today but next week we only have five pieces of news each so like 10 total because I think, hear me out here, they go for a while. They do. And some of it we don't have a reaction to. Yeah. So I'm thinking we each pick five ones that either we care about, we think the other one will care about. I have been we... skipping a couple the past few weeks, too. Because I'm like, ah, why did I think that would be a good news thing? So yeah, five each, ten total each week. Again, not this week, because we've been building up stuff but when we start the next episode just to you know make the episodes shorter because i think three hours should be the max not the average (laughs) um okay let's see here bringing back old segments slash making new segments i think we should bring back mean movie review i am making you watch american psycho next week I don't know how consistently we'll do it, but if you come up with something, we can do it. But sort of how, like, I pitched making reboots just randomly, you know? And then became a whole DC thing. (laughs) Yeah, we should step away from superhero stuff for that. I think so. So, so yeah, uh, bringing back old segments slash if we come up with some new segments. Sort of just to spice it up a little bit. Um, you told me this, but I wanted to start this anyway. The Chillmart YouTube becoming more yeah. in effect. Um, so it would be a giant pain to bring back a lot of the previous episodes. But I think starting with our one year anniversary, we'll, we'll, I want to have each episode on YouTube. Starting with the one year anniversary. So yeah. they're on two steps. to take like three hours to upload because they're really long well that's why you let them run at night (laughs) yeah but you know i do want to utilize the the youtube more not just for gaming but for the podcast itself and maybe we'll slowly add them back but starting with the one year anniversary we're gonna put them all on there go from that point forward i want to make that a thing um next up i want to have like one ranking a quarter it's like four a year that we do if it's like a personal one then you can do that whenever but i like doing them you know and it could be small i mean i picked this latest one you could pick the next one i don't know what you'd pick i don't know what i'd pick (laughs) either but one a quarter 
like one from each season just to be able to well a just see new things but also just to have a ranking because i like doing those episodes um let's see here and then about the pitches i say one pitch if we want a month if we want to but i think limiting it to just one a month at like the most keeps it a bit more fresh when we do it also gives us enough time to actually come up with a good idea <laughs> as opposed to uh what we've been doing which is kind of just half-assing it um i also want to have more favorites if you remember doing those early on yeah i'm i was thinking like one question at the end of each episode that's like a clincher of sorts favorites noodle <laughs> favorite noodle i like the funny looking kind that's that they're all question. they're all question. um i also want more guests i don't know anybody don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing we're gonna find more people because i liked the one that we did with jake but being able to just have a guest that can talk about anything not like just pop culture yeah and that's the the final point the eighth point and eight points different discussions talking about a bit more than just the stuff that we like talking about oh you want to talk about the super bowl then <laughs> no uh, i'm okay it's two people that have already won before <laughs> i do not want to watch a homoerotic sport I'm you, sorry. What? I'm but it's funny. I'm good with the. I'm good without. The, I don't. I don't want to see this. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I really dropped care. Out. I, see, I, I, I watched last year's because it was two people that hadn't won before, or one team had won like 30 years ago. You know, so it was like two people that had like never won before. Yeah. That's the, why I was excited. Patriots again? No, it's the Chiefs and the Eagles. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like you watched last year because it wasn't the Patriots again. Oh the yeah. Fiftieth. <laughs> yeah um so i brought up my eight points what do you think want to add any no i'm okay with those i'll let you know if i have to add any but yeah, yeah i think I'm making okay them shorter those. talking about different things having more kinds of segments more guests more consistent rankings consistent is in like four a year so we can be a little lenient on that um and I am going to say we do the bomb one by the first week of March. So we have oh, like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Got like three weeks. <laughs> I'm going to be busy that last week of February, though. Well, maybe. We'll see how big how what are you doing? Destiny 2's expansion is. Probably not oh, that no. good. But... No. Oh, that's why. Lightfall. <laughs> Lightfall. Lightfall. Yeah. Um, I'm busy sometimes and also never. And then both at the same time. <laughs> it's, I am both busy and not busy. That's how just life seems, you know. But anywho, now that we're seven and a half minutes into this, you ready to start? Yeah. <laughs> Awkward silence. You want to do the Super Bowl trailers first? Oh, yeah, we, we just got done with those, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flash looks awful. <laughs> it looks really bad. The lighting didn't look good. Michael Keaton doesn't look like he wants to be there. The humor was awful. I can't believe 
I can't believe that's it. That's all I gotta say is I can't believe They're just saying that it's the best. Yeah, I... Yeah, James Gunn's... And you're telling me this was releasable, but Batgirl was not releasable. And you're telling me Zod is the bad guy? <laughs> Zod. Again? No, but Dark Flash. Guy. And Dark Flash. Because there was the guy with the blue lightning. Red and blue, get it? Marking it! <laughs> also, the fact that they are only promoting Batman. So much Batman. <laughs> Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton. Do you not believe me when I say there is literally a Batman monopoly? Batman. I hate. I can't stand the whole Batman thing Warner Brothers has with Batman. But they just throw him in everything. Two minutes later, me and my the bestie Bat Matt Reeves. <laughs> Cinema. 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 That should have gotten nominated for Best Picture. You can fight me on that. <laughs> you can fight me on that. That was cool. I saw that twice in the theater. That was the first time I ever saw a movie twice in the theater. It was keen on. It was very keen on. I should force you to do a ranking of Planet of the Apes. All of them, though. Have Actually, you seen I all of them? I mind watching all of them. That, oh, have you seen the originals? I have not. There I saw you. the ending of the, Mark Wal the Tim Burton one. No, the Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah, the Mark Wahlberg <laughs> one. Okay, there you go. That'll be the one for late spring, early summer. And then I'm thinking Denis, around when Dune 2 comes out. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the fourth and final one we'll, we'll find sometime, somewhere, when the, when Fortnite. it gets to it. Fortnite, my favorite film franchise. <laughs> Maybe we do a video game ranking, but then those take way longer. And depending on the series, that takes, like, months <laughs> to do for both of us to play. Fortnite Season 3, Chapter 2 is definitely the best season by far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The Fortnite seasons <laughs> no experience. It's like, this was the best season because the AR-15 absolutely shredded. <laughs> the shotgun was not nerfed because of the patches that the stupid devs at Epic... <laughs> Epic... <laughs> Oh my games. games. Um what was I on about? Oh, I don't know. Uh Flash looks bad. Yeah. I I'm not okay with Supergirl killing, I'm sorry. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. The end of the Snyderverse, maybe. I'm not And then the sure. rumor that Cooney may or may not be at a cameo at the end. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, George Clooney as the new Batman. Let's go. Oh, I don't think I think, yeah, Grace Randolph, once again, pulling shit out of the rat. <laughs> yeah, but I heard other people were saying it, too, but I couldn't find anyone else who was saying it, so... Because they deleted it. <laughs> but the fact that she said three... I of think these it, three. Of these three is like, why don't you just tell us? No. <laughs> like, now, now, you're, now I definitely know you're pulling something out of your ass, because you're not telling us. You're just like... And then they just said... These three, I don't know. And then they said, them. possibly. Oh. Just to... Cover their tracks. <laughs> like, really? Val Kilmer? Like, really? I would... I'd watch it. I mean, <laughs> I, don't know, yeah, I, would, I would watch I would it. too, but, like, <laughs> you really think he's coming back? He said he wanted to, but I don't know how he would. <laughs> you really think Christian Bale is coming back? I'd watch it. 
I, I mean, look, 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 look. I mean, if no one was attached, we get a somewhat semi-Batman Beyond, I guess. I nah, know. it's... Nah. Like, semi, like, more He needs grounded realism. Yeah, that's... So, true. it's just red lights. And that's it. <laughs> it's not giant, mile-high buildings that aren't, like, nanotech... I don't know what's in Batman. I haven't seen her, right? It's a suit. It's a suit. <laughs> it's a skin-tight suit. What what tech is there? Because there's got to be tech. It's the future. You can transform into animals. That's like the hip thing to do. It's a fad. People would like have like... And then they have villains. Tiger arms. They have villains. <laughs> and they have villains. Cool villains. Yeah, so the Nolan would just guy. have like animal-fused DNA and they'd become like monstrosities. <laughs> Like, that's what his grounded realism look would be. Or there's one with... I think the one he would do is the hypnotist guy, because that's, like, mind stuff. Mm. He so. does, like, his mind... He time! Does like his mind he's his time. And time. <laughs> Likes his mind stuff and time. 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 Yeah. I'm just excited for Oppenheimer. Longer <laughs> than Interstellar. <laughs> so long. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I I got up 40 minutes through Interstellar. <laughs> I know what's going on. 10 out of 10 Master. <laughs> one of the that's best movies lot, ever made. That's a lot of people. That's one of the Fight Club movies, you know. But literally me? Or do you mean the... No, like the best movie ever. Oh, they won't shut up about Interstellar? Yeah. Birdman is better. And I... I mean, Birdman's better. <laughs> is it better than Grand Budapest? Ooh, two completely different movies. Yeah, you see. <laughs> two complete, but but hear me out. I wasn't bored through either of those movies. <laughs> I like Christopher Nolan, but three hours is too long. Or sorry, two hours and forty-five. Sorry. Is Birdman better than American Sniper? Though? Yes, a hundred and ten percent. That's a really good movie. That's not propaganda. <laughs> see, he said. Clint Eastwood said it was it was not pro military. I don't think he 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 portrayed that very well, considering it's very clear that he made up a fake bad guy that didn't exist that was comically villainous of a you know, different nationality. And the main character, who is portrayed as the hero consistently, is a white guy from America. I don't think he portrayed that very well, Mr. Eastwood. I'm sure he probably didn't adapt the book very well, either. Is the book good? No, that's the real I'm sure the book's actually not. I'm sure the book, coming from a actual, right? It comes from a veteran, yeah. Who's like, hey, maybe... Well, also, the, the guy that the movie's portraying lied in his memoirs oh he did to do that too huh well the the main character who is a guy in real life lied yeah. in his memoirs he said he shot looters in katrina which i don't know why you'd lie about that a why would you tell people that you shot people in katrina uh I'm just saying katrina see i think we need to tackle more of that uh the people coming home and it not being the same. That's what we need more of. I just think war movies have run their course. <laughs> yeah. The re the ones about... Well, honestly, I, I guess they haven't run their course. I want one to be a psychedelic... It, 
American Psycho meets 1917. <laughs> that's what well, I want to see. Why not like <laughs> Vietnam? Well, that's what my war movie pitches. You have time for me to tell you? Yeah, you see no, I've already now. told you my, my, my war pitch. But instead of how it was, I made him a guy that shouldn't have gone to war because he's psychotic. And he is the last of his squad that gets bombed. And he tries to leave Vietnam. But you don't know what's real and what's not. Hence, American Psycho. Because he kills a bunch of people, both on the American side, innocent people, and the enemy side. But you don't know who he did kill, who he didn't kill, if he got out, if he dies at the end, or if he was lying about it all. Like, why can't you do it with the <laughs> Korean War? Because nobody talks about the Korean War. They just don't want to do mash remember mash they think mash is too good <laughs> they're just like man alan alda all those people mash made korean more funny <laughs> the korean war funny that's not what it was but they made it funny <laughs> oh man we got our asses kicked again <laughs> <laughs> have you seen mash i have not but Ma I, am... I saw the first season of mash it was pretty good I haven't yet to see the other ten seasons of MASH, but I own them all on DVD. It was a big so. deal when it ended. It was a movie first. I didn't realize that, but it was, was a movie it was a movie first. But it was like different characters, but I think it was still the Viet... No, it was still the Korean War. It's just the show when that came out was different characters, I guess. But, I'm but they were both they similar were... subjects because it means like medic stuff. Yeah, because they're in a hospital. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. I thought it was pretty funny and edgy for the sixties slash seventies. But either way, you should watch Mash. Mash is pretty good. I like black and white shows. It's in color. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? I like shows from the sixties and fifties. I've watched a lot of western shows that are funny from then. Bonanza. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. worried about the Native American yeah. <laughs> stuff that no, they showed. Yeah, no, I don't... <laughs> I, I ignore that stuff. Everything... Like, the Lone Ranger movie from the 60s? Yeah, we can ignore <laughs> that. But, yeah. Tonto. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. you know, we, could just, we could ignore the other movie, too. <laughs> Gore <Gordon> Vinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going from Rango to the Lone Ranger. Ooh, with Army Hammer. <laughs> nice. Army Hammer and Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Ooh, that did not age well. Honestly, though, <laughs> Gore Verbinski. I remember liking it when I watched it when it came out 10 years ago. <laughs> but... I haven't seen it since, and I have a feeling it's not very good. I remember liking it as a kid, too, but then I watched the entire Lone Ranger, and I'm like, damn, the movie kind of sucks now. Because it's just an action movie. Yeah. I want... Rango slaps, though. Y'all yeah, should watch that. <laughs> Rango slaps. Rango! Anyway, we haven't even started on our news yet. Alright, you want to start? You want me to start? I got it this time. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, good news. Um, Zero Indian rhinos were poached in 2022. It was the first time in 45 years. Nice. Nice. Um, 
they're the the so apparently they were waiting for the last of us part three to go into development they were waiting to see if the show was successful and the show was very successful a little too successful mm. so now they realized mm, money now they uh they're working on it and it's probably going to be releasing the same way the other two did where it releases late in a life cycle of of the console so we're probably not going to get it for a while but yeah it's happening at some point um that's cool kind of big you know the youtube horror series the backrooms yeah yeah it's kind of in big news that it's yeah. getting its own feature film yeah with the 18 year old kid making it 17 oh i thought it was 18 damn he's gonna di- direct it over his break base did you know all that stuff was made in an animation engine no i did not know that or an animation studio yeah he that's all just animated it's not it he just makes it look like it's live action through the uh camera work that he does. So. Um, See, they saw Skinnamarink. I told you about that movie. Skinnamarink? You probably did. It's about two four-year-olds. Oh, yeah. They wake up in a house with no, no, no doors. Yeah. And there's something in the house. And it's like a hundred minute long movie. Where like there's 20 minutes of quiet. And then there's like a noise. So basically, they saw the success of Skinnamarink, and they're just like, yeah, we can do that. So they're just doing the Backrooms movie, which is A24, I think, is going to... Yeah, A24 is producing it. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I that's wanted to see Skinnamarink in a theater, but I didn't want to shit myself. <laughs> so I will be doing that at home, where I can pause it with all the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, episode four for The Last of Us is up 60%. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is going oh. up even more. <laughs> what about episode five that came out? I did not ago? see the report for episode five. Mm. I have not mm. been on my They didn't want to go against the that. Super Bowl. But to be honest, if they're going up against the Grammys and the Oscars, I feel like they could have gone up against the Super Bowl. Because the Super Bowl's ratings are dwindling, too. Yeah. People are losing interest in football they don't care (laughs) that's so scary (laughs) so scary um so yeah so this is this is a much bigger story but so i will it'll lead into a bigger one but activision is apparently there is a call of duty game coming out this year oh it's like it was going to be DLC for Modern Warfare 2, but it was... I guess it was just big enough for them to just say, fuck it, let's just make it a full game. Modern Warfare. <laughs> I don't think it's still going to... I think it's still going to be, like, DLC, but it's not going to be, like... It's going to be marketed as its own thing. Oh, so, like... Because they're, like, naming it, like, in emails and stuff as a, as its own, like, big thing. Oh. So it's, like, um, yeah. like, the Lost Legacy or something. Where it's technically supposed to be DLC, but it's so feckin' massive that it's, they could just sell it on its own. It's enough to be its own, yeah. And yeah, this one's a collab, like the last Modern Warfare 2 was, is there, it's a collaboration of all the studios. And they delayed Sledgehammer's game again? I thought they weren't no. making it anymore. 
they moved up Treyarch's game. They delayed Treyarch's game. Mm. They're still doing the three-year cycle thing? I thought they were getting rid of the pack. They are getting rid of it, but they just delayed Treyarch's from next year to the year after, I think. 2025? At least according to rumors, they delayed Treyarch's. But, yeah. I thought the game was Warzone 2.0. Yeah, that was... But it's a different... Was. Mm-hmm. That already came out. Well, I know, but I thought that was going to be the yeah. COD this year. It was, but apparent, but there, there, were room, there were rumors they were just going to have DLC for Modern Warfare 2. And I guess the DLC was big enough for them to just have a full release. Money. <laughs> so. Money. That's how they get money. They just play it off as its own. Yeah. They have yeah. to do it before something happens. Whatever is going to happen with the microsoft buyout which is another big thing because now the uk looked at it and they're like yeah call of duty is a huge issue you either have to get rid of it or you have to back out so it's and it's all because of cod 69 billion dollars yeah right it's 69 yeah the buying yeah that's so it's either no but they'll keep the studios they just sell the ip like, you have a talented studio, so, like, I honestly, I still think it's a kind of, I mean, you'll lose a lot of money, but I think you can make it back with them. Depending on what they do. Yeah. Remember when Treyarch used to make Spider-Man games? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of funny. Or, like, they'll have, to, or they'll have to sell off the Blizzard, or they'll have to get rid of Blizzard on that deal. So they have to come up with some agreement in order to buy Activision, actually. Instead have, of just taking the whole thing. Yeah, they can't take the whole thing. I'm they glad people are looking stuff. into the fact that this is basically a monopoly. Especially with Call of Duty. Now, Sony did come about really snotty, like... Because they were kind of bitching about it. But, I mean, I get where they're coming from with, or looking at it logically. Yeah, it's pretty much monopoly. I mean, they want their money. Yeah. They want the first-person shooter. They would want their first person because what else do they have battlefield <laughs> that's funny no. that's funny Dude, that's um, yeah yeah well that's not good it's that's just problem people who are like well this is not it's not okay bethesda or microsoft bought bethesda and starfield and redfall are uh xbox exclusives well actually according to numerous insiders sony was actually going to buy that those games first but then Microsoft heard those the the claims, and they're like, "Nope, we'll just buy the whole studio." Damn. So they kind of cuck blocked them. That's because they have more money, and that's the issue. Yeah. The people with the most money win. But I think Sony will still find a way to. I. I have a whole other thing, but I think Sony needs to branch out with their genres. I think I don't think cinematic is gonna cut it. For that long i mean didn't they sell more console units than xbox last year somehow yeah. i think they sold like like two and a half million more that's because they actually have games <laughs> that's true <laughs> xbox is just playing off the nostalgia with game pass while sony actually has games yeah sony's actually and it's not that xbox games. doesn't have games but they're using, you know, the keys in front of the baby, you know, like the, you want the past? 
You want moral? <laughs> you want the past? You want oblivion? <laughs> Fall? Nostalgia? Nostalgia. All of the Halo games? Nostalgia. Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> 15 a month, please. I just and That's have, what they're doing. I just you know? have it so I can play new games for cheap and never play them again. Yeah. Remember when we were going to try high on life? That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Justin Roiland. Yeah, I don't want to support that. Um, actually, that is a that is the next story. Oh, Apparently, well. he hasn't even been creatively involved in years with Rick and Morty. Oh. And apparently, with, with like the writing, me. Yeah. Apparently, Dan Harmon uh, hasn't even spoken to him in years. I don't know if this is just press stuff to get away. It probably is, for all I know. But, I mean, he must know something. Like, because he's he voice acts and all. Well, I guess that that could be done relatively. Yeah. In a different time frame from the rest of them. We don't get fucking Rick and Morty humor in the community movie. I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) die. Watch community the movie be absolutely dog. (laughs) Let's go. I was. I was hoping, uh, I was hoping the childish Gambino would be able to get his. Uh, what is it called again? His what? The the award thing, the four. Is it Egot? Yeah, Egot. Yeah, he he still needs a Tony and an Oscar, but. He has an Emmy for what? I thought he had an Emmy for Atlanta. I'm gonna look right now. <laughs> and a Grammy. Well, I. He has a Grammy for one of his albums. I thought he had an Emmy for. I'm looking right. Now. You can keep going. Atlanta or one of the other shows he worked on. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, there's the Lego Lord of the Rings Rivendell set mm-hmm. that was officially revealed. Oh, he he won for directing and uh, acting. He won two for the same season for the first season of Atlanta. So yeah, yeah it was you're Atlanta. Right. I didn't know if it was the show he did before or Atlanta. Um, Metaverse. Uh, Meta. <laughs> they lost $13.72 million. That's not a lot. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Waste more money, Facebook. Uh, yeah, Constantine 2 is still happening. Oh, I uh, thought it wasn't. It's. it's, it's is it going to be considered Elseworld or something? Yeah, it's considered Elseworld. Um, Kevin Feige says he plants the mcu three phases at a time what do you what's to do after secret wars i'm sorry what's after do infinity war and then they said kang so so like what what do you Uh, oh yeah yeah. like because like what if galactus is just gonna be a villain in for the fantastic it's gotta be dr doom but like what are you gonna do with him i guess yeah we've already <laughs> tackled the big stuff can you go from kang to dr doom like i know people love dr doom and like, usually people is that a doctor universal doom. galactic threat that everyone from every corner of the universe needs to stop like you are going to tackle the multiverse what is left what is left i mean i just like kang because he's He's funny. And it's Jonathan Majors. That's why. I just like Doctor Doom because he's funny in Lego Marvel superheroes. (laughs) So. Well, I just... 
Oh, they got... How could... They have it planned till 20... What? 30? I think they have. Or 2040. They have it planned for a ridiculously long amount of time. And, like, how? And why? What's the point? Like, well, I guess now you have some of the X-Men. So you can do, like... Uh, Apocalypse again. <laughs> or, like, Dark Phoenix again. For the third time. <laughs> or you can do, like, Onslaught or the Brotherhood of Mutants. But, like, having, like, exclusively mutant villains so, uh, feels a little weird. And then, I mean, what's... I'm just thinking about, like, what's a big enough threat like Thanos and Kang, you know? What do you think? I don't know what I'm... I don't know what else they would have up their sleeve. Especially if they have it planned till 2030. Like, what's left? I mean, at this point... Because, like, even Beyonder, who I hear is, like, a godlike power bro, is gonna be a version of Kang, apparently, for Secret Wars that you've never seen before. That's introduced in that story. But it's somehow different. But it's somehow different. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're coming up with random things just to... I really hope that... I think they're just planning stuff out and waiting for fatigue to set in. I feel like they've already been. Yeah, I mean, well, they're still making a shit ton of money, but... Yeah. I'm just not... I'm done. I will be watching Ant-Man, because I hear it's not good. Although the reviews have been okay, I'm gonna... This one's gonna be dog shit. And then I'll watch Guardians, and then I'll just skip to Avengers. <laughs> just not... I won't know any other context. It's like, wait a minute. There was there was a Captain America movie? Uh, there was a sixth Captain America movie? There, what, was, what is Thunderbolt? Who's this white guy in Captain Why America? Why is there Blade? I might watch Blade, though. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll Maybe. see. I like Mahershala Ali. Damn it! We'll see how. I guess. And now they're introducing Adam Warlock. One of the most important characters in the Infinity Saga. <laughs> now they... Now they're introducing Thanos 2! <gasps> this <laughs> time it's, it's Robotic Thanos. <laughs> Robo Thanos. Robo -th They'll bring back Ultron, but good this time. They'll just reboot it. Imagine... They reboot. That's what their plan is. Is they'll just do their own ultimate, and then connect it back to the main universe for so nostalgia. Can... Ten, twenty years later. Why does that actually sound like something they I would guarantee do? as that planned? Well, then, oh no, that makes so much sense. <laughs> like, and then they'll bring back Thanos as the bad guy, but with the eight Infinity Gems now. Because in Ultimate, there was eight. But we only knew the powers of four of them. We, we never, they never even finished that, though. I don't know. Would they adapt Infinity? Wasn't that like a bunch of gods, too, fighting? I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. read the Infinity Gauntlet. It was a giant clusterfuck of just sci-fi mumbo-jumbo bullshit. <laughs> Nothing made... See, I had zero context... For what happened beforehand. So I read this six issue arc. 
That's just a giant mess. <laughs> there's just Nebula becomes God for a hot <laughs> second. There's like, there's like, I don't know. He just wants to bang death. <laughs> Mephisto's like, there. <laughs> destroy the universe so I can get banged. So I can get some bitches. I just think it was a giant mess. And then I read, or I tried to read, Infinity War. I got, I finished it. But it was another mess. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Because, like, they they created a new team that would watch over the Infinity Stones. But, like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And then the alternate evil version of Adam Morlock showed up. Magnus. Magnus. And, and, then, and then they just do Infinity, but again... And there's so much more. Like, I don't know how they can keep coming up with this stuff. Because there's Infinity... Oh, shit. What's the other one? It's a two-parter. But it's like a really thick two-parter. I think it's like Infinity Watch or something like that. But it's like a two-parter that came after. And they just kept going. It went from the 80s and 90s to like the 2010s. They just kept making them. Like, how can you come up with the same stories, the same people, about the same objects for 30 years? This is a giant clusterfuck. That's all, that's all comics well, is. That's, that's the moral story. That's why you story. do what Ultimate did, where Magneto made uh, New York City get flooded, and, like, they killed off half the superheroes. Just genocide. Jesus Christ. Or there was the speedball guy that kicked off Civil War, right? Where he just blew up half the city <laughs> yeah and then captain america was like well i mean it's a tragedy but we gotta be on our own to be able to stop them because otherwise we're not going to be able to do whatever but at the end of the day he becomes the villain have you read civil war did he become the villain at the end of the day? i thought that was the whole point oh because he well, I never he read it, nearly so. murders iron Oh, he did. He nearly then, mur like he oh. was about to absolutely freaking bash his head in, I, and I, then a bunch of civilians came onto him, like to like keep him there, and he was like, "Get off me!" And he was like yelling threats, and then he realized he was threatening the people he was supposed to protect, so he turns himself in. Because I just remember the panel where he turns himself in. Mm -hmm. I don't know the context behind it, but he's like, look at what we've done. There's just dead bodies in the background. I mean, <laughs> not dead bodies, but rubble. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think the artwork looks pretty good, but I don't know. It's just an excuse to get them to fight and to have to sell comic books. <laughs> well, I mean, Tony Stark in the comics is an asshole from what I hear. Yeah. I mean, Captain America sounds like an asshole. Like, I ideally like go america mark but yeah anywho i got some stuff um as well you can talk about the disney stuff because i have something to add on oh I, I wasn't gonna start with that but if you want me to i can because all all i have a couple here these go pretty quick so la la land is being made into a broadway musical i think it's still with the same composer but i could be wrong about that um asteroid city the next wes anderson movie 
uh, got a rating of R, but the only thing that was in the tag for Y was just nudity. <laughs> That's it. So they didn't say anything about swearing or violence. Do they have to watch the entire movie for that rating system? I think it's similar to like the video game system where they only put in a clip. So I just threw in the nudity clip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the nudity clip. And they're like, mm, That's such an awful way to rate things, though. Yeah. Because, well, the entire system is pretty, bi- like, biased and kind of rigged. Because, like, movies that, yeah, sure have, like, swears, but there's, like, nothing inherently, like, violent or sexual about them are rated R. But then you have, like, hyper-sexualized and, like, violent that are, like, PG-13. Right. Because, but because they don't have blood or F words, it gets away with it. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> so, like, they should watch the whole movie and judge it differently, I think. That's work, though. That is work, because then your French filmmaker drops a four-hour movie onto you, and they're just like... Mm-hmm. They start crying. <laughs> it's it's a clockwork orange. <laughs> just staring at like just giving up on life um okay amc the movie theater chain is changing its pricing for its seating so basically the middle of the theater will be charged the most because it's the premium spot the people at the very front will be charged less because you have to look up the whole time and then the mm-hmm. people surrounding the middle are given the regular price seats. But see, we sit in the back usually, so we would be getting the regular seats. But those are the good seats. That's what I'm saying. Why do you want to be in the middle where people can be talking, like, behind you? Or, like, you have a kid kicking your fucking seat, and you're just, like, <laughs> you're just losing your mind. Like, I think the back is a pretty good spot. I think it's a pretty but I know a lot of people don't like being that far back. They like to be sort of immersed in it. But what about the handicap seats? Are those going to be... That's the front, and I think that's the cheap spot. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Uh, okay. I Know What You Did Last summer sequel with Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Love Howitt is coming. I did not hear about <laughs> that. Oh, let Freddie Prince Jr. is <laughs> coming back. survive the first one? I barely remember it. Didn't they make three? One of them had Jack Black, and that's all. Yeah, they had a show, too, that just came out. Ooh. Like, that maybe, like, two years Uh-oh. ago. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Jennifer Coolidge will be in Legally Blonde 3. I think that's somewhat important, because she's back in relevancy with the White Lotus and stuff. But she was in the Legally Blonde movies, and she's going to be... In the new one, I guess, that they've taken, like, ten years to make. <laughs> but it's, I guess it's still happening. Uh, Viola Davis won a Grammy at the recent one, and she became the seventh woman to achieve EGOT status. Ever. Which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, people say she's just black Meryl Streep, but hear me out. Meryl Streep's not an EGOT winner. I am an EGOT so, winner. You are? What'd you win for? Uh, <laughs> well, see, people on Twitter were just like, no, she's the eighth because Lydia Tarr won an EGOT. But the funny thing is, that's not a real person. They made a comment on it. Although, 
at the beginning of the movie when they mentioned that this fake composer won an EGOT, they mentioned Mel Brooks, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. Mel Brooks won an EGOT. That's uh, that's so true. Like, I can't believe it. what did he win a Grammy for? What did he win a Tony for? <laughs> I don't know. How do you win a Tony? That's plays. Yeah, I know. That's plays. Like, I can think of, like, at least a Monty Python guy doing it, because I know they had a play. Mel Brooks. <laughs> but Mel Brooks had a play? <laughs> or something. That um, was good enough to win an award. What was it? Worst play of the year? <laughs> they, that's the award they have, yeah. I saw a YouTube video that is... That was pretty cool. It was the year uh, Wicked became a play. Like, the first year it became a play. And it went up against a, a show that was about puppets. But it was, like, hard R. <laughs> and it was, like, about, like, becoming an adult. Like, young adulthood. But they had, like, a bunch of swearing and sex jokes in it. But it was just with people and puppets. And that beat Wicked. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty funny. And yeah, apparently, Wicked was the big one, too. Yeah. That people thought Wicked would win in, like, a, a heartbeat. But they did the puppet show. I forgot what it was called. But they did something called uh, Ground Roots Campaigning. <laughs> they they uh, they made a bunch of songs. They, they put, like, posters up. They kept playing the show. I think that... I think they stopped playing it after five years, but then like six months later they came back and played for like another ten years. <laughs> like this show went on for a while, but like Wicked is way more popular. Just saying. But they have like a revival category at the Tonys because they keep reusing plays. So we're gonna get a revival category or win for Spider Man. Dart. What was it called? It wasn't Into Darkness. Well, it, was, it had something to do with dark. I just remember the Green Goblin suit. <laughs> the most expensive Broadway play ever. That's so funny. Oh, and then it had like a Spider Queen or something like that. So it was Madame Web. Was it? Damn. I think this was around the time the animated series was popular, and that show. You mean Spectacular Spider-Man? Or was it? No, because this was nineties, two thousand, early two thousands. Because they went, I think the show ended in twenty twelve, the same year the Amazing Spider-Man came out. So this was like late two thousands, but it when it premiered, I think it took like a decade to make. Because this was, I think this was the woman that did the Lion King, play. Like, again, one of the most popular Broadway plays ever. Was like, yeah, I'm gonna do Spider-Man. <laughs> <not> people <laughs> fucking hated it. Oh, that's funny, though. But, yeah. Anywho, I've I've only got, like, two left. Alright, so... A, a Quiet Place Day 1, as it's called. Started shooting last week. Um... This is from the director of Pig, which I think is a really good movie. It's also got Lupita Nyong'o. Is this the movie? Yeah, this yeah, is okay. the prequel. They're making a show and a movie, right? Yeah, the the prequel movie that's coming out in twenty next year or twenty twenty five. 
either next year or two years from now. But either way, so I'm the guy that did Pig, and I really love the movie Pig. <laughs> so I I wish it had Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage, Nick a quiet Cage. place. A quiet. I'm to take care of my family. And then and then Nintendo Direct happened. Yeah. It was certainly very boring. I was just waiting for Zelda, and then Zelda happened. I'm like, oh, that was certainly a trailer. <laughs> that did not get me excited. And then they announced $70 price tag. I'm like, oof. Uh. Although, to be fair, I think someone said that it was because of the cartridges, that they had to make special cartridges because it was too big. Well, that's why they, that's their excuse for having things super expensive now anyways, is because the cartridges are hard to make. That's why all the 70. physical copies are 60 bucks in stores. But that doesn't excuse the price for digital. But Yeah. I did like the Prime Remaster. Yeah. Dropped the same day. That's... And that got like 95 on Metacritic. Because the original got 97. I, it's a remaster. So it's Game Awards chances. I don't think are very good. But if it counts, that could make it. And according to reports, they got uh, lower sales than what they expected last year. But they gave all their employees raises. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Specifically in the Japan region. Ooh. We don't know about America yet. Because it's America. <laughs> America. So. No, we don't need a bone. <laughs> Who needs a bone? What, you want to get paid $15 instead of 3 what? What the fuck? <laughs> Livable wage. You're joking. What the fuck? Is that Livable wage. <laughs> Who needs that, right? You know what's sucky? I mean, this is obvious, but it's the price of everything goes up, and yeah. the wage stays the same, and no one wants to, you know, work because even though they're like everywhere is hiring, they still don't hire people. It's like, do you have experience with the software that you've never had experience with? No. Then you're not. <laughs> then you only experience with this job. It's like, I've never worked this job before. <laughs> you said you would train me? We lied. <laughs> we lied. There See, that's what I... I, I I'm, I've been going job hunting. And it's all the same stuff, you know? It's either like trucker or, or production work or, you know, like stuff that I'm not qualified for. And... You know, you you apply to those places, and then the environment is like fine. See, I I did a for like only a, a couple of days, but a a food production job, like a mass scale one. But the environment was so not my thing that I I had a couple panic attacks and left. So that's why I'm worried when going through these job hunt. You know, I'm like, well, I don't want the environment to be too overwhelming you know so i'm just making sure that as i'm applying for stuff mental health is still important people take that in consideration when you're job hunting yeah so you don't like quit the first day i quit a couple days in because it see they just said can you lift 40 pounds i'm like yeah but like can you stand for like 10 hours i'm like i, I guess i can they're like you're hired <laughs> first day um i'm dumping bags into this giant mixer and stuff's like fooming up 
It's like in my eyes. No one's wearing any protection. It's just kind of a giant mess. <laughs> and I stank like spice for like two weeks. <laughs> I couldn't get it off of me. So yeah, food production, not Chicks my thing. Yes, spice. Yeah, well, no, because like you're dumping bags of spice that go into the air and just settle, you know, and everything's like loud. You have to like w like yell or walk up to someone, like really closely. You know, like no one can hear anything. It's super loud. Yeah, you'd be deaf. <laughs> you'd like be deaf by forty. <laughs> just. And, like, then the second day, we were just doing, like, like a sauce uh, packaging thing. You put stuff into bottles, and you have to, like, seal the bottles or whatever. And that was fine, but the environment was still way too freaking loud. I, I blame sensory overload. I get sensory overload, too. So yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm worried about, going to a job on. And you said you were maybe possibly looking. Mm -hmm. What would you want to do? Me? Yeah. I have a job that I'm comfortable with. Are you not comfortable with this job? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a job that, well, I mean, I mean, obviously you're going to have jobs that you're, you're going to have days where you just want to die and not go to work. <laughs> but I'd rather have one that I'm actually happy to live my life with. Sure. Oh, like a forever job. I wouldn't commit that much. Well, yeah, but like I'd at least be comfortable for a while. I've never been comfortable with where I am now. Sure. I'm surprised I've lasted this long. Yeah. Without croaking. Croaking. <laughs> no. See, my experience is very low with most things. So, oh, it feels like you're sort of just trapped in that. that and I'd like a job yeah. that I wouldn't be made fun of for having. We'll see. See. <laughs> see. Um, you know, you'll tell you just them, say, oh, you work at a fast food place? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I make money, you know? See, that's what, you know, when I was talking to someone, they, it was the manager at the, the quick chip that I work at, and they were just like, yeah, uh, you know, I, I used to work at McDonald's for like 30 years. And they said, oh, you flip burgers? It's like, no, I I run a multi-million dollar store. I'm like, ooh, that's a good way to put <laughs> it. it. That's it a is. good way I to put it. I for a multi-billion dollar store. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, it was a million, because the store itself was multi-million. But for a multi-billion dollar company. So there you go. That's true. So it, I mean, you're not wrong, though. It's like, that is a good way to put it. That puts people, you know, down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I run a multi-million dollar store. What do you do? <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. I used to work there, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, that's all I got for news. I tried to go okay. pretty quick. Yeah, it was the else? Disney thing. Oh! Because there's something I have oh! to add on to that. Yeah. Right? Zootopia 2, which is fine. Yeah, Frozen that's... 3, that... which is... Not great. Not great. And then and whatever Story. the other one was. Toy Story 
fine. You want to know what the funny thing is? Why? That same day they fired 7,000 people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that kind of funny how they're like, fire 7,000 people, then, oh, wow, look at all these movies we're making. We're not wrong. There was an, there was an article that was, that was pretty funny. It was like, Disney announces Frozen 3, Zootopia 2, Toy Story 5, and 7,000 people getting laid off. <laughs> Just all in one long sentence. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have anything else really. Yeah, I just wanted to add on the seven thousand thing because I think it's really scummy that they fire seven thousand people and to cover that up, they announce projects they expect. All sequels. All sequels too. And to think they were on a run of all new properties. That's gone. Pixar does it sometimes. Yeah. Albeit not very good ones, but yeah. The only good movie they've made in the past decade is a sequel. A la Toy Story 4. I think, but I don't know. I didn't think Toy Story 4 was bad, so. But yeah. Uh, let's see. That's all the news you got? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So next week we just do five each. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. So, do you have any reviews? <laughs> no? Just giant silence? <laughs> I guess I played the first half of Perfect Dark. Oh. Okay. The remaster. Uh, I actually hear the remaster is better than the original. Because of the lighting and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I really like it. It gets really wacky halfway through. Actually, more of like a third of the way through, but um, um, I think it it makes me worried about the next game because I feel like it's going to be nothing like it. But I really like how um you're you're timed and you're The gunplay is nice. <laughs> the music is great, though. I love the music. The score is awesome. The level design is really good. Uh, like, you can, like, well, turn off the lights and then start shooting people or you do all that stuff. The only problems is, like, that I ran across is, like, the AI, the AI, even on normal difficulty, is just stupid. I know it's old, but... And, really, AI didn't evolve until Halo, but at least an FPS FPS is. Um, yeah. We played multiplayer oh, extensively yeah. for GoldenEye. <laughs> that was surprisingly fun. Yeah. Outside of the level design, which is the complete opposite. Um, for the multiplayer, anyway. I didn't think it would, like, we were constantly running into dead ends. Everything was, like, it was a bit too big, I thought. I did like it how um, some of the levels were connected in some way. I thought that was kind of cool. I noticed that, but yeah. Some guns are infinitely better than others, but they're super inconsistent. Like the sniper, you can kill people with two hits, or you can hit them five times and they don't die. Or like the golden gun. <laughs> That's like one shot kill. I have one person has it and has really good aim. See, I didn't even have good aim. It's just like 
I got to it first, and I just hovered around where the golden gun was. So every time you tried to get it, I just had to be able to hit somewhat accurately. It could even be, like, in the leg. You would still die. But I think... Like, the fact that you could shoot through, like, several layers of glass, and depending on how many bullets you shot, the bullet, like, impact is still on the walls. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you shoot too many, then some of them will disappear. But, I mean, that's, like, a really cool detail, especially for, like, a 90s game. Like, you can tell that this was a really influential game for the time. Even the weapon sway. I think is a nice addition. Because you can actually, like, you know, just spray blindly and miss every single shot, <laughs> which is what we did half the time. Yeah, I, um... I thought the music kind of got a bit repetitive. But it's the same thing. Yeah. But I think... I don't know. I th It was fun. It was fun. I... I have, I guess not, I didn't, we didn't play the story, mm -hmm. um, but, um, do you have anything else to say about Perfect Dark? I think this is a game I'd have to finish to have a full opinion, but, yeah, so far I just really like it. It's pretty, pretty good. That came after GoldenEye, right? Yeah, or before? it was a spiritual successor to GoldenEye. From the same people. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the license, so they're just like, let's just make our own thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, depending on like the level, you have different objectives per level. So, like, did, did you do the hardest difficulty or you just do normal? Um, I just did normal. But, yeah. Apparently, it like gets actual bullshit, though, the harder difficulties. Sure. So, and they took a lot of, uh, like, from what I did, I did a little research on GoldenEye and Perfect Dark and how they're connected and stuff, but they looked at a lot of the criticisms for GoldenEye. Like, apparently, stealth, the stealth missions are, like, really abysmally bad in GoldenEye, so they're like, let's just get rid of stealth for Perfect Dark. Because, like, as soon as an enemy sees you, like, stealth is over. Oh, in like, Goldeneye, or, or like, and if you enter the line of sight in any form, like they don't—they're just turning this way. They're—they're they're not even facing you, and you—it's basically, you can't see me if I can't see you. <laughs> <much>. <laughs> nice. Except they'll see you even if you don't see them. Just. So. Yeah, I have two reviews, kind of a little bit. I saw the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, oh, Night uh, Knock at the Cabin. Um, this was way the fuck better than old. And Glass, I think it's like around split level. It's not unbreakable. It's like split level, I think. I was shocked because the trailers looked bad. <laughs> um, but then the reviews were good. And people were hyping it up on Twitter. So I'm like, all right, screw it. I'll watch it. And it was shockingly good. Like, he's had a bad reputation for writing people, like, not humans even remotely. But it seemed a little bit more natural. Some of it was a bit clunky, but 
for the most part, it felt like people were actually talking. And it was graphic. Like, it it didn't need to show everything, but you could feel the impact, you know? Because, do you mind if there's spoilers? Or yeah, do you wanna... I don't, I don't. Like, eventually an M. Night movie is going to get spoiled anyways. Okay, like, so. that's what was bound to happen. In the trailer, they tell you these four people take these two married men and their daughter and they're just like to prevent the apocalypse one of you has to kill the other and like that's it and that's the trailer but the movie is a bit more complex the film is sort of because of m night it's sort of a commentary on echo chambers in a way how like we are so focused on what we think is the right opinion that we don't branch out to try to understand the other perspectives of other people. So when these people show up, like we're here to save the apocalypse or stop the apocalypse and save the entire world, you don't believe it at first. But when they tell you the vision and they decide not to kill one or the other, and one of the things that they say in the vision happen, they still deny it. Then the second thing in the vision happens, and they still deny it. It's sort of like the main character's point of view. They try to chalk it up to like coincidence. So the two men that are married, one of them got attacked at a bar, and they they are a gay couple. So one of them is like. Yeah, it's just you people targeting us. You, this can't be real, you know. And the other guy's like, well, I mean, the thing they said in the vision was true because it happened, you know. They're like, oh, but they could have just timed it. They've been looking at their watch the whole time. Like, you can't like, really tell what's happening. But by the end, I guess the twist, the Shyamalan twist, is that the people that broke into the cabin were right because when the husband that didn't believe them kills the other husband to save the, the world it ends miraculously i guess the world ends no the world is saved because they kill the other one. Oh, never yeah okay yep. so i thought they could have left it a bit more ambiguous i think that would have been a more interesting ending so you don't know if they were actually just targeting this gay couple or if they were actually correct. But I guess, you know, he needs a twist in quotes. So the twist is that they were right. I guess. Because you think he just slapped it in there because people were watching for a twist and if he didn't get a twist, there would have been backlash? I think it would have been more thematically interesting if there wasn't an answer. But I guess he... He likes to tell people answers, whether you want them or not. So the, the answer is that they were right. Um, it's a very quick movie. I was kind of shocked at how quick it went. Also, like, at night, I don't know how you did it, but you made a movie that looked great when your pantheon has been known for really bad-looking movies, at least recently. Like, this looked great. There was a shot where Dave Bautista, or is it Bautista? I say Bautista. I don't know which one's right. But he has to kill Rupert Grint. 
I guess. Yeah. So he walks in, and like he lit, like he lifts it, and the camera comes up, and then when he sl- like swings it back, the camera turns, and then it follows it down. Like that was a really cool shot that he didn't have to do, but he did anyways. There was some interesting camera work that I liked, and also. There were some pretty stellar performances. Which is, again, strange, considering the catalog of M. Night movies I've seen. But, like, I don't think there was a bad performance in this movie. Maybe the kid, but it's a kid, so I'm not going to give him too much flack. But, like, all the adults, I thought, did pretty great. Like, especially Dave Bautista. Continuing to prove he's an actual actor, you know? Like, he was stellar in this movie. And I think, hopefully, this is enough to get him some good roles. Because he's had only a couple good roles. And a and, lot of shitty roles. And a lot of shitty roles. Yeah, like Stuber. Remember Stuber? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or, or My Spy. Remember My Spy? I don't I just remember Stuber. <laughs> Stuber. Either way, I hope... Being in Denis Villeneuve movies and being good in an M. Night movie is enough to get him some higher quality work. I hope. <laughs> I really hope. But yeah, I thought nearly everyone was pretty great in this movie. I thought it was shot well. My biggest issue, really, is I guess the lack of intrigue in the, the ending, I guess. Um, that and like the structure was kind of weird because people kept leaving the cabin, coming back to the cabin, leaving and coming back. Just different things sort of just kept popping up to keep them at the cabin. But overall, I thought it was really good. And I'm glad I went to see it. I'll give it like a seven and a half out of ten. And then the next day, I, I pull into the parking lot of the theater to go to the 2.30 showing for 80 for <laughs> No way. You did? I pull into the parking lot. And I see several old people walking into the theater. There was a bus with old people. When I was pulling in, there was cars with old people. I sat there. I was, like, questioning whether I should go in. I look at my phone, and nearly all the seats were, like, clocked out. I'm just like... Holy shit, people are actually going to watch 80 for Brady. So I just sat there and I said, I'm not going to go see it. But I got to the theater and then I left. I saw I saw a post on Reddit, you know, the classic. It was, you know, someone in the theater and then they're f- kicking their feet up, right? <laughs> like, where are all my Brady heads at? And the theater's empty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but when I saw the... Well, I guess this was right when it dropped. It was like an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, no fucking way. No fucking way. And then I see reviews, and they're like six and sevens. I'm like, no way. It's actually good. What the fuck? See, I just got self-conscious and left. This is definitely not my move. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I've got I've got time this week. Maybe I'll go see. <laughs> Maybe without a bunch of old people walking in. Yeah, like I was because sh- like when I left, 
there were dead ass five cars in a row, all with old people coming in. I'm like, they're gonna fucking see 80 for me. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Jesus. I was shocked. I was so. I was. Is there like some sort of cult we don't know about? <laughs> the 80 for Brady cult. Oh, that's so funny. I can't. I'll go see 80 for Brady soon enough. But yeah, next movie I guaranteed we'll see is Ant-Man. Whether I want to or not, I will see Ant-Man. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm going to waste like eight bucks on it. Well, actually, is it eight? I forgot the price, but the late night showing of, of Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And then they say, oh, there's two post-credit scenes that are super important. And I'm like, oh, fucking God. Damn it. God oh, damn let it. me guess. He makes a, makes a shawarma joke. Shawarma. His name is Shawarma. Hey, have you guys had shawarma? I mean, I would spoil the ending, but that would just ruin the funniness. <laughs> all I know is that the guy that played Yellow Jackets, Modoc. That's all. Because I I went onto Letterboxd and the same. It was cast as Modoc. So I'm like, oh, okay, so they're not even hiding. <laughs> that guy's Modoc. There's more to Modoc. <laughs> I'm not. Oh. <laughs> see, I'm. I asked my sister, you want to go see it? She usually likes the Marvel movies and said, well, the last one was fucking awful. <laughs> so no, I'm not going to go see the new one with you. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> was it that was Thor? No, the last Ant-Man movie was fucking awful. Oh, yeah. Wait, base? <laughs> like, she would have seen Thor with me. And she saw Black Panther and Doctor Strange with me. We saw Spider-Man together. We saw Shang-Chi and Eternal. Like, we've seen, like, the past couple of Marvel movies together. But I mentioned Ant-Man, and she's like, fuck no, I'm not gonna go see Ant-Man. Like, oh, no, if you're not even gonna go, then... It's still gonna make a lot of money. I'm... I'm not ready. I'm really not ready for Ant-Man to make a billion dollars. And I can't wait for people to go, it's so good. See, I'm just glad that the initial reactions were mixed. Because usually they're positive, even if it's actually not good. But there was enough people that I saw on Twitter, or that made like short videos, that were like, this was not that great. And I'm like, yes! This is what I want to see more of. Being honest. Not being shill. <laughs> you, can, you can diss Marvel even if you went to the late night premiere, my friend. But yeah. I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm just glad it's like a crisp two hours. It's not like a three-hour epic or something like that. Crisp mm. two hours. Ugh. But yeah. Super excited for Ant-Man. Super excited for Ant-Man. I'm ready to just tell you how awful it is when I get out of the theater. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. I already know. Yeah. I think... I, 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 Are you going to go so see far, it? The plot leak that I have read has been right, at least from the trailers. How are you going to go see it, though? Yeah. Oh my, God. my dad wants to see it, so... Okay. So, so, so. Oh, shit. I've only got, like, three things left. Do you have anything? No? Okay. I don't think so. So, the three things are the Valentine's Day celebration. Two single guys are going to talk about <laughs> Valentine's Day. Um, Justice League 3. But the quick one that I want to do. Um, so I saw people, at least on my Twitter, 
because my feed's different from your feed. But I saw people on my feed being like, my favorites are the Oscar categories, but I haven't seen most of them. So I'll just give you my quick thoughts on the ones that I actually have seen all of very quickly. I'm not going to go too far into them, but I have three categories here. Song, the best one's not too known to me by far. It's I've been the, hearing that a lot. The funny song. Even on the, Twitter. It's the funny song. And I, I'm not really on film Twitter, but I keep seeing it. So Not too, not too. My yeah. second favorite's probably the Everything Everywhere song. I had never heard of Mitski, but this this song introduced me to Mitski, and now, I, now I've been listening to a lot of Mitski, and I'm very happy that it showed me her. But it's got old David Byrne. It's got a little bit of Tally Hall vibes. Not not too Tally Hall, but a little bit of Tally Hall. And I'm liking it mostly. Uh, the Top Gun song on its own is not very good. But I feel like what I remember in the movie it fit better. Because it was more cheesy and it fit with the vibe. I actually wouldn't mind listening to the Black Panther song again. Um, I thought that was going to be really mid. Because I... I wasn't going to watch the whole movie. I just looked it up, like the songs, and listened She's to it. She's playing tonight. She is for the Super Bowl. Uh, she hasn't been relevant in like almost a decade. She's now. always <laughs> relevant. I don't know what you're talking about. Rihanna? I haven't heard She's of... always relevant. How dare think you? I've seen her since Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> she has been. That's like a diss, Rihanna, bro. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even think I've seen her since Battleship. That's because she doesn't do movies, Yagoon. I. But it's also, true, she was in Home. Stop. She was the main lady in Home, the oh. DreamWorks movie. Yeah, that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, the worst, the actual awful worst fucking piece of garbage shit dumpster fire song was the Diane Warren song, Applause. I got about 20 seconds in before I thought my ears were fucking bleeding. <laughs> so Christ. I paused it. I braced myself, listened to the rest of it, and gave up on life. How the fuck is this Oscar nominated? Why is this Oscar nominated? This is awful. This is garbage. This is a piece of... They can't pay in for it? <laughs> they paid money for it to be there? Mm, yep, that's it. That's it. That's basically it. It's dog shit. It's really bad. And I wouldn't want anyone that slightly understands music <laughs> to don't want to listen to this i will be campaigning i will pay you to not listen to it it's really bad i can't pay because it's a good idea they should introduce that in the oscars where you pay money to <laughs> campaign against exactly see so then the multi-billion dollar companies can just shut everyone down so they can get their garbage into it mm -hmm. there you Marvel. go <laughs> Best picture goes to Ant-Man. Ant-Mania. <laughs> don't even. Don't fucking even. Okay. Score. Score. I think the best one in the category is Babylon. That's like not even a joke. The Babylon score goes so fucking hard. Like randomly just Voodoo Mama will pop up into my head. I'm like, God, that's so good. I mean, La La Land and First Man were good too, so. Justin Hurwitz is an absolute goat. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope surprised. he wins. God, I hope that wins. Number two. Ah, uh, fuck. I forgot most of these. Um, I think number two is probably uh, the 
is probably the Everything Everywhere Scarb. But, like, not because I remember all of the themes very vividly, like Babylon, but it's more just, like, how it fit in the movie itself and how it pushed a lot of emotion into the scenes I thought was very well done. There's, like, one part of the score that I remember, and that's the part when, like... Well, there's a couple, but the main one is when, you know, Kihoi Kwan's, like, in another life, I would have liked just doing laundry and taxes with you, you know? Like, the music in that scene just goes so fucking hard. All right, number three, I'd probably say Banshees. I saw that again last night with my parents. They thought it was really good, which is shocking considering the movie that I watched being a dark comedy. Although now that it's at home and then with for streaming and I can put on subtitles, I can actually understand what they're saying. <laughs> so it was like like even at like dark stuff, my parents were like laughing and I'm like interesting. <laughs> like it was more fun honestly to see their reactions to the stuff that was happening. And my parents are the ones that are like, "Oh my gosh, is this going to happen?" They're like they try to predict the movie as it's happening, you know. And I wouldn't say anything, but they were kind of on the money, I guess. I guess, I don't know if that makes it like, I just don't want to be friends with you anymore. I just don't like you no more. <laughs> You're dull. It's like, I'm dumb. I'm not dumb. dumb. You're dim. It's like, am I dim? It's like, well, I'm pretty smart. Well, don't get to fucking Eddie or something. But yeah, like, even this morning, like, the day after, my parents were still talking about like, when I showed them everything everywhere, they were just like, yeah, that's good. And then they just dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> but then I show them Banshees, and they're still talking about kind it. Kind like, of based. Like, no. Jesus. I'd watch Banshees again. Yeah, I I wish there was a 4K Blu-ray. God damn, that movie looks so good. On a 4K TV? Oh, that, that would look amazing. It'd look amazing. And the score? Like, like, you can't, like, hum the score, you know? But, like, you can remember a lot of the scenes that accompany it, and it just fits the movie so well. I remember its tone the, is so good. What, what he plays in the violin, just <laughs> from meme. <laughs> the meme. But, yeah. It has my parents' seal of approval, I guess, for Banshees. I See, I don't know if they would say that about everything everywhere. But they did say that about Banshees, so that's, that's something, I think. Number four... I would say is the all quiet score. Most of it is pretty boring and I don't remember it. But the main theme is like techno synth shit and that did sound <laughs> kind of cool. But it was so like inception y. Like, just like, like really loud thumping. Like, it's not that memorable. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, it sounds cool, but like, it's not very memorable. And Dead Last is John Williams for the Fable. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad it's really not good like it's just like piano like, doo, 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 doo. like you, okay okay where's your bombastic score like, brr, nah, nah, brr. like i know that doesn't fit the movie but that's what i want, that's what I, want. <laughs> I want the indiana jones <laughs> i want the indiana jones theme yeah the in annihilate yeah, that's dead last. It's really not good. Okay, finally, editing. I've seen all the movies in the category, right? Dead last, 
Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. It's not great. It kept the movie feeling shorter than it was. And that's fast-paced editing is good editing. Good editing. Well, I guess well I'm... to be fair, everything everywhere has like a cut every fucking frame. <laughs> but like, yeah, that bro. works for the movie because that's what it's about. Think about it. Is it? Is it, yes. <laughs> is it real? Is it real? All right. Uh, four... I would say Banshees. Not because the editing's bad. The editing's actually really good. It's just I prefer the ones above it. That's that's it. Three, I have Top Gun. Very good action movie editing. Uh, two, I have Tar. You might not notice it if you watch the movie, but the editing's fucking stellar. It's so good. Sure, it's something you'd notice on the second especially like the mm. a lot of it is lawn takes so when there is cuts it's more noticeable you know because especially in the final act it's more cutty like it's not like it's not like very cutty but like there's more cuts because that's the point the lawn lawn takes cinematography supposed to show her control of the situation but once the her career and her life is coming apart it becomes more fast-paced and more quickly edited to show sort of the disarray that's happening and i think that's also partly the screenplay but i think the editing to get from kubrickian level slowness to slightly less Kubrickian level slowness, I think was very good, and I wouldn't mind if it won, but my favorite in the category is still Everything Everywhere. Just because of, you know, it used fast-paced editing and a cut every second to its advantage. And it wasn't like Vice, where there were fucking mid- cut frames and people would be still talking in one frame then the frame would stop and they'd still be talking in the next frame and then the frame would show up but to a different person that wasn't talking and then there'd be mid credits which is still kind of funny especially in vice because there's like fake credits where they just become democrats even though they're not democrats for some reason but like that what i'm saying is there's fast going on (laughs) there's fast editing that doesn't work the fast editing in this works for the pacing and just for the multiversal shenanigans, I think most people point out the scene where she just becomes everything everywhere. All at once. All at once. Like, it's the 50-second clip where there's, like, hundreds of versions of her. Like, the Photoshop versions that they lay, like, several, like, frames a second. And there's, like, like, hundreds of them coming at you. Like, that scene is so good. And the music in that scene is really that's why I think it should win editing, but it's not going to. It's going to fight. Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun. <laughs> and it's not bad. Like, it's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, can we just talk about Banshees? Banshees. <laughs> no, stop. Top Gun took over. You gotta stop. <laughs> We gotta stop. You need to stop. The neighbor recruiters nearby. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So next up is the Valentine's Day celebration. 
but I put slash best rom-coms. <laughs> I've seen enough rom-coms, I think. <laughs> the Notebook. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch a lot of rom-coms with my mother. Mother. So I am very—I haven't in a long time. Most rom-coms are the same. Yeah. But hear me out. I don't necessarily think they need to change the formula all too much. I don't think they do. I'm just tired of the shitty covers on the DVD where it's just some guy looking down, smiling at the girl, and it's a white cover, and it's like black and then red highlighted love <laughs> my favorite recent rom-com is bros bros is stellar bros was very good i think most people overlooked it which is a shame but it takes the formula of the rom-com and makes it good by having a lot of dramatic moments I think that works well in rom-coms is when there's actual palpable drama in it. Not just they have to stop loving each other in the second act because they're supposed to, you know? Like, if it actually makes sense, that's when I like it, you know? Or, like, Marry Me. That was a recent one that I enjoyed. Because Owen Wilson didn't want to be in the spotlight. So he stopped dating... Uh, Jennifer Lopez. But she still liked him, you know. And, like, they liked each other. He just didn't like the fame. So, like, it made sense why they stopped seeing each other. Like, if they do something different with the formula, then I think it works pretty well. Does Titanic count as a rom-com? I thought it was a dramedy. It's not a com. Is Titanic a comedy? Maybe. Drama <laughs> romance, for sure. Jesus well, I mean, that... Christ. That, that just had a 25th anniversary. Yeah, it did. What's funny? Avatar became the number three of all time. But because of the the Titanic 25th anniversary re-release, that went back to number three of all time. So James Cameron's just been flip-flopping his own movies. He's fighting himself for the three and four spot. Chad James Cameron versus Virgin Kevin Feige. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna... Talk. Hey, you can't be talking. <gasps> the black... According to Google, Black Klansman is if you like American Psycho. Literally. <laughs> is he literally us? I, d uh, I guess I wouldn't know. I Maybe not. Maybe not. So there was a recent one that... Sci-fi rom-com. How? It, well, that's that's just Venom is a very rom-com. It's it's the alien and the the human. They're lovers. Yeah, every sci-fi rom-com. Every Marvel. Mmm. Yes, my favorite rom-com. Logan. <laughs> Logan. My favorite. Indie rom-coms. America. I got a screenshot of that. That's actually fucking funny, man. My favorite indie rom-com. American Psycho. Oh, man. That's okay. Good. That's good. That's so, good. I, I looked up a list on Letterboxd, and it says Groundhog Day is a rom-com. 
I didn't take it like that. To be fair, it makes sense. And I really like Groundhog Day. Why are you? What do they classify as a rom com? They're just listing a bunch of movies. That's why you don't just look at Google. Yeah, that's why you don't just look at Google. But yeah, but yeah, I, Groundhog Day is a rom com, I guess. Yeah, because it's about him trying to. And the one right path is the one where he learns to love himself, love his himself, and get rid of his ego. Yeah, I I actually because we we did, we did that we watched it uh, in one of my uh, social issue one of my social study classes. It was like about current event social issues. I think that's what it was called. I actually had uh, my quote written up on the board. What was it? It was because he was like, "What was the whole point of the movie?" And I'm like, "Well, the reason why he had to repeat itself was because he was uh, he he hated the world." But the reason why he hated the world was because he loved himself. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't about him loving someone else. It was about him loving himself. Something like that. But the whole theme is just love yourself, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. Because that's when everything starts to get better. He sees the world better because he, he's like, hey. And he keeps yeah. trying to be with the same like different yeah. kind of people. Or tries to commit suicide or whatever. It's when he falls in love with the reporter lady. That he breaks the loop. That was Harold Ramis. Yeah. He, I, here's a tidbit. That won the BAFTA for best screenplay. Groundhog Day. That's pretty good pick. Because <laughs> it is like sci-fi-y, but it's mostly just a rom-com. Which I think is what, I don't know. I think that it that, that also started the downfall, well, the uh, drama behind Harold Ramis and bill murray too i think really yeah Why so that? that i don't it's just behind the scenes stuff i guess they didn't agree with what the movie wanted what he what they wanted the movie to be i guess hmm. so i don't know someone <laughs> didn't maybe bill murray was like i don't want it to be philosophical i want it to be funny funny uh punch junk love is like right next to it oh i saw sh- i saw punch junk love is fucking incredible <laughs> i i saw the i saw the shot where um he's on the phone on this on the hotline and it keeps panning back and forth. Like, he's not on focus on the camera, but it keeps going back and forth to show, like, the table and how it's empty. And yeah. The, yeah. I think that was really How cool. they ask for his social security. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we just need all the correct information, baby. Can you tell? He's just like, okay. <laughs> and he gets all his data stolen. Okay. So he travels down there and nearly beats the shit out of Philip Seymour. It's so shit. It's a 90-minute long movie, but it's so good. Adam Sandler, I would maybe even say his best. I'd maybe say it's better than Uncut Gems. Like, they're, they're both really good, but I might like this one more. Watch it more? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Punch Drunk Love is stellar. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Like, even though I think something like There Will Be Blood is like a higher-rated PTA movie, I would much rather watch punch drunk love again you know like it's it's really infinitely rewatchable like it's really good if i'd recommend one movie from his it'd be that one would uh la la land be considered brown com oh yeah easily musical yeah. yeah that's a pretty good one 500 days of summer i think a I lot of people it. do but i don't think it's funny at all i was depressed throughout the entire movie Mark so <laughs> so oh you you saw it i did <laughs> oh, did I not review it? Oh, you did not. Oh, um, well, because yeah, that's on my list, so I'm just going. 
Yeah. I, I thought I reviewed it, but yeah, I did watch it. I think I probably just forgot to. Maybe I forgot to talk about it, too. Sixteen but. Candles is a pretty iconic one. Yeah. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> iconic. But, I mean, like, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't hate it. It's, it's more John Hughes, but, like, the stereotypical, like, 80s stuff, like... No, for a nerd, you're really good at sex. <laughs> and the, and the, the nerd kids are just like, uh, and like, I don't know, it's pretty tropey. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, people love 50 First Dates. I think it's kind of mid. 50 it's... First Dates. That's the one where yeah. Drew Barrymore only remembers like one day. So she's in like a, a loop almost, but everyone else keeps going. So every day, Adam Sandler tries to be with her, but he has to keep repeating the same cycle, I guess. Scott Pilgrim? Yes. In a loose way. <laughs> then if it is, then that is my favorite rom-com. <laughs> if it counts. <laughs> if... Yeah. So, yeah. I. That's a very good movie. The proposal is fine. The proposal is fine. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to say. Ryan Reynolds is funny. Um, I'm just looking through the list here. Yeah, a lot of these have the same poster, too. Like, I, yeah. I, I it's hard to differentiate them. <gasps> the 40-year-old virgin? Hell, yeah. <laughs> the funny <laughs> one. Wait, Seth Rogen, too. Right? Yeah. I saw this one blended. It was not very good. <laughs> see, I, they're all the they're, they're like smiling at each other, laughing at each other. Sometimes. Yeah, see, or look at this. Look at this. It's like one. white. Fool's yeah. Rush, and there's a one, and there's a good And then there's red. Yeah, red. there's red. Red. And the, there's the switch, right? And there's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> They all look the same. Oh, my gosh. Um, what else? Yo, Moonrise Kingdom counts? I was okay. I liked Moonrise Kingdom. That's Wes? Wes Anderson, yeah. baby. Although it's a rom... I guess it's a rom-com, but like a, do a couple different people. Because it's about the two kids, and then it's about the mom and the cop that are... Like, whatever. That also means Royal Tenenbaums is a rom-com. And I like Royal Tenenbaums more. Although that one... Is straight up incest. <laughs> straight up incest. So, like, that's a little concerning. Yeah, my mother really likes Royal Tenenbaums. Well, my stepmom really likes Royal Tenenbaums. She didn't like French Dispatch, which is weird. Because that's just, like, more of the same. But a little more wacky. <laughs> Although, the first story in that counts as a rom-com. Because it's about a prison inmate and and a, and a officer, and that's a really good part of it. And the entire movie's so fucking good, actually. I don't know what Mom is likes Wes Anderson. Anderson. Some of Wes Anderson. I have not seen Love Actually, but I hear it's really good. Like Ten Things I Hate About You is something I hear is really good. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm just trying to. Half of these shouldn't even count. What the fuck? <laughs> Half of these have like Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, I saw a Pretty Woman. That was pretty good. I liked Pretty Woman. I have 
a long time ago. What? What is that? Oh no, that uh, Pretty Woman. Oh, I've yeah. seen it in a long. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, there was um, there was one with Winona Ryder, and Keanu Reeves, uh, called Destination Wedding. The thing about this movie is that they are the only two people that talk in the entire movie. No one else talks. Or if they do, they're quiet, and you can't hear them. The entire movie is just these two people that have several really long monologues. Talk about how much love is pointless, but then they fall in love anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Scissorhands counts, goddammit. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands is just a bunch of genres. Yeah, it's, it's horror. It's like fantasy-esque. It's it's Christmas. 50s satire. What? It's Christmas. It's Halloween. Christmas, Halloween. It's a rom-com. It's a it's drama. It is a drama. Like, that's a terrific movie. It's a terrific movie. Ooh, Yes Man counts. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. The, uh, it's okay. Well, I mean... Th- I enjoyed it slightly more than you. Oh shit! Princess Bride counts. That's another absolute <laughs> yeah. banger. Oh it's my a god! Truman Show, but there's not really that. It's not really in the movie. It's more of outside. Kind yes, of. Kind of. Yeah. Well, there's like the and main love really between funny. the two of them. I thought oh, some of it was funny, but it is Until more drama. End. Yeah. <laughs> the ending is so so fucking good. Oh, it's so fucking good. I can't believe that I get nominated for Best Picture. You are going to tell me straight to my face that Shakespeare in Love was, was better than the Truman Show? Shakespeare in Love was better than the Truman How Show. Dare. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I've never this seen This Shakespeare movie, did he direct That one it? best picture. No. See, it was produced by Harvey Weinstein. So, there you No. When I cease forgetting Sarah Marshall, that's when I give up. <laughs> what, what is that one about? That has, Have I seen it? Uh, no. Maybe I just I've seen hear it? it's like it has the guy from Freaks and Geeks. I don't remember his name. Well, there's a couple of people from Vince Vaughn. Uh no. What Vince Vaughn? No, Jason Segel, yeah. Oh, Jason Segel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Hader's in it. Bill Hader. Jonah Hill, no way. See Titanic counts. It's not funny. <laughs> but I, mean, I guess it counts. I funny. like Titanic. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I think it's overhated. I think it, it, Blue Valentine counts. I, I love Blue Valentine, but it was not not <sighs> fun. Oh fuck yeah, Juno! Okay, that's actually my favorite rom com right there. Juno is brilliant, stellar. Free Guy is my favorite romantic comedy. Please stop. <laughs> American Psycho is my favorite romantic comedy. <laughs> this guy's right. Oh, that that's his August watch. Yeah, that's not. Doing wrong, Tom. Holy shit. See, look, Juno. You you haven't seen Juno, have you? Juno no, is I have so not. fucking good. I watched it when I was depressed. Later that day, I watched it again. That's how much I just wanted to see the movie. That's what again. I did with uh, Little Miss Sunshine. You watched it and like, okay, I need to see this again. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, because as soon as my sisters got home, I'm like, yep, I'm turning on. You guys have to watch it. I need to see that a second time. It's so fun. Juno is incredible. Juno's so good. The soundtrack lived rent-free in my head for like a month. (laughs) It took forever for that to leave my head. Like, Jason Reitman did some great shit with that movie. 
That's my favorite rom-com. Also have, has Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Sarah. the dad. He's the dad. <laughs> the, it's, it's a really good cast. Like, no one is bad in it. It's got a quintessential 2000s cast, you know? Quintessential. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, Elliot Page. It's got Jason Bateman, <laughs> Julia, J- Jennifer Gardner, not Julia Gardner, Jennifer Gardner. Stellar cast all around. That was very good. That's my favorite rom com. Mm-hmm. Anything else? What do you think about the Valentine's Day tradition in general? I usually skip it because I'm single. <laughs> but either way. I think it's very funny that this month also has the most breakups. Nice. <laughs> it's like people either make it to this month or last a week in this month. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's just another holiday where people just hype around things so corporations can make money. Ooh. They still can't really find a way to do it for St. Patrick's Day. They try. Just make they things good. McDonald's does it milkshake <laughs> and it's funny that we're starting the milkshake after valentine's day not in march the day after valentine's day the 15th <laughs> 15th oh valentine's day's out the window st patrick's day let's go baby here we come there is a town like right next to us or close to us that like lives off of st <laughs> patrick's day they've got clovers everywhere they're like sports team is like the luck or some fucking (laughs) they're very like they have a parade every year they're very saint patty's day themed and everyone just makes fun of them because they're all inbred i guess they are super (laughs) i guess everyone knows everyone that's not okay that's all the small town i guess areas insult the toes each other just say you're inbred you're like, an inbred bro How? what's wrong with being pure-blooded you need to take that back. <laughs> as the, that's not as okay. the child has glowing skin mommy daddy <laughs> their jaws melted off look at this shit look at this shit <laughs> Four points. It's just because the wolf is. It's just because the wolf. Sigma. <laughs> Sigma. Sigma. Man. Wolf. Sigma. I fucking hate those Sigma edits. They're so bad. Of the wolf. I like it when they're funny. But they're never funny. What are you talking about? Pick it up. <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> it's like me after drinking. Pick it up. It kicks the car. Pick it up. <laughs> Lives flashing before. <laughs> some of that line delivery is so good but like those dark sigma edits are so crazy <laughs> was that made by a 35 year old like a 13 <laughs> like a 13 year old who's just really good at editing for some reason sigma male sigma it's like you can't it's super desaturated you can't see what's happening those people that purposefully force like Spider-Verse or Puss in Boots to be 60 frames a second need to stop. <laughs> they need to stop. Because they're like, why does this look so good? It's like, it doesn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? 60 frame a second Spider-Verse does not look good. 
Looks like an animated movie. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that it's supposed to be stylized with its frame rates to make the action pop. Either way. Either way. Valentine's Day is certainly okay. People overreact. It's like, I need to get someone this thing for Valentine's Day. It's like, you don't have to. If they truly loved you, they would not give a shit if you got them some roses that will die in a week <laughs> on Valentine's Day. That's pretty base. They don't care about the gift as long as you're around. Exactly. See, that's what true holidays are supposed to be. Unless it's Halloween. Give me the candy. Yeah, <laughs> give me the candy. Give me my fucking candy. That's all I want from Halloween. That's all I have. It's our one time where us basement dwellers can come out of the ground <laughs> Cosplay in public. <laughs> Dress up as the wolf to be anime man. The wolf. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> Anywho, there's one thing left to do that I have anyway. Justice League. Justice. Everywhere you yeah. <laughs> Any, um, yeah. See, the plans have changed a lot <laughs> since we started this. Um, I just... My penis. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, I think... I don't have much to say on this, actually. <laughs> Which is strange, because we're supposed to come up with a big idea. Because of the ending. But, like, honestly... The only thing that I want to see is it be more lighthearted than the other Justice League. Because we've been on a lighthearted comedy streak. So I just want to see that continue with something different than the other ones. So they're like split up in teams. There's Teen Titans, and then there's Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, and the Green Arrow and Black, Black Canary. The one other question is, how do we get new gods involved? Just ignore it. <laughs> it Just ignore it. It had implications that meant nothing. They'll be important later on. When we give up and we won't talk about it. When we, uh, later on in the universe. Right now it's just Brainiac. Brainiac. Comes to Earth. Everyone's shocked. Uh-huh. I kind of want this to all be one movie, but there's a lot of characters, so I don't know if we're going to have to split it into. There is a lot of characters. Um, I'm thinking that Superman should sacrifice himself and die somehow, even though he could kill multiversal gods with Brainiac. <laughs> that's, that's, Brainiac the, that's, that's the limit. <laughs> that's where he can't <laughs> beat him, right? Multiversal gods, Brainiac. <laughs> Um, Batman comes out of retirement because Batman, he's not going to let the world end if he can help, you know? Um, hey, Catwoman can help as well. There you go. <laughs> um, I just want to see, I feel like the whole point of these crossovers is to see everyone interact with each other. So I want there to be like a scene like... Before the third act where they come up with the plan. And this is the first time we see everyone together for the first time. 
But Batman coming back kind of ruins the entire point of the last his last movie. Does it though? Yeah, because he picked up the gun and he's like, "Okay, I think it's time for me to be done because if my morals are." Like, well, to be fair, this has been like five or six years later, and he's coming to save the world. Because I think he'd feel guilt. Maybe that's the point. When we eventually, later, sometime in the future, eventually do Batman Beyond, what if he didn't help with Justice League? What if he didn't help stop Brainiac? But he could have. Like, Superman comes and tells him, hey, we need your help. Like in, like in, uh, like in Kingdom Come. But he's like, nah, you don't need me. Yeah, he decides not to help, but they could have used his help because it was like everyone could have chipped in, you know. But he decides not to, but it's like kids do. So we see like Robin and Nightwing and all the other people, Red Hood, maybe. And maybe later, since Superman dies, we can see like uh, later on down the line, if we ever do that, we can have... Since Superman is sort of the symbol of hope in the universe, we can have more of a... Since it'll fit with more of the cyberpunk setting, or like, a darker future, you know, the world's not really as... Hopeful. Hopeful as it was before. And they need a new icon. Someone. Someone. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> Someone nice. will rise up, I guess. Um, I'm just thinking about, like... I want Brainiac to be scary. I want him to be what Ultron wasn't. So even though if the movie is somewhat lighthearted, maybe it'll have enough tone balancing where he can like murder people in cold blood and it's intense enough. So I think the irony of it is Brother Eye came from the future to take over the world early and it gets quote-unquote stopped. But Brainiac, who wasn't a threat, becomes a threat because of it. And when they defeat Brainiac, Brother Eye takes over anyways. So in the end, no matter what they did, the villains would win. And the world became dark and spooky and cyberpunky. Just like the future. I guess. Oh, so it's so like yeah. no matter what, the future was always gonna end up like that. That's kind of dark. But well, I yeah, like that. It does make sense for us setting up future stories. Eventually. In like Eventually. six months. <laughs> in like six months. When we're like, hey man, we should do Batman Beyond. And we just, we do Batman Beyond. I do think we will come back to the, this story. It's just, we need a break. We need a yeah. really long break. Um, uh, Because all the other heroes could be retired and someone else can take over for them. Well, I mean, this is like several years. The ones who weren't killed off. (laughs) Or didn't die of old age. Yeah. Because this is going to be a while later, probably. Because this is technically the 1970s. -hmm. So if we're talking the future, we're talking like 2070 or something. So this is like a century later. He's fucking dead at this point. He's an AI or something stupid. I don't know. I mean, Tony Stark did that, so yeah. He did do that. Plus, well, or we could just, just make up some bullshit saying that since Brother I took over early the future tech. <laughs> oh, just came earlier? Yeah. So maybe it's like 2010, but everything's like wacky and shit. Yeah. 
I mean, that's close enough, I guess. So people that die. Booster Gold? No, he's too funny. <laughs> Booster Gold. We could have old Booster Gold be funny. Have a sequel. Squeakle. See, I honestly don't think we need to go too in-depth. Because most of it is just, they have to fight Bernie. <laughs> and that's the whole movie. And people die. Uh, Shazam dies. I want him to die. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a kid. Well, Wonder not Woman. anymore. Wonder Woman? Why would we kill her? <laughs> She's immortal. <laughs> well, see, Shazam's Black not Adam. a kid anymore because it's kill off Black Adam. Oh, was he a good guy? I don't remember. Just kill him off. <laughs> I have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in my head. <laughs> Murdered Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, let's see here. We could kill some of the Titans. Cyborg has been around for a while, and that would make sense too. I thought he would be cool as like a hacker bro in the future. But he's like old. Oh, he's so in like he... a spider or a wheelchair. Yeah. He's like, <gasps> he's like what if he becomes Brother Eye? That's a twist that I don't like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he could have spider legs. It's like He becomes the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I am the villain now. It's a, it's a gray afro. <laughs> it's so... Oh my god. Gray dreadlocks. Oh my god. He doesn't have... Does he have hair? No. I thought he had hair. Wait, maybe it's all shaved. Sure, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm never beard, though. That's sure. Beard. Yeah. <laughs> um... I want Beast Boy to die. I don't know what if against Beast Boy. Nothing. I just want to kill a lot. Just all the t Titans. Just kill all the Titans off. <laughs> oh, yeah, because right at the beginning of the movie when they emerge from hell, they just get bombed. <laughs> there goes all the character development for Dick Grayson. What out, character development? Out the fucking... That's true. Out the window, Dick Grayson goes. <laughs> so does Tim Drake, bro. Maybe that is also... Like, a part of the reason why Batman's guilty. Because he, he thinks that if he helped sooner, he could have saved his sons. You know? <laughs> Annihilated within the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, like, Raven and Starfire live because they're the most... Or, I guess, Supergirl, because they're the most powerful. Yeah. The three women are the most powerful. Like, a cyber would live. I guess it's just the Batman characters are fucking not. <laughs> we need less Batman characters. To kill him off. <laughs> Maybe Gotham gets obliterated and we see a bunch of the villains, like, get killed. Yeah, this is Clayface. But, oh, wait. We already saw we a bunch already of villains kill get him killed. Die. What yeah. if we just kill off the Suicide Squad? They're already dead. Like, a new version? They assemble yeah, sure, a, a new, new version. version which even lower them. tier characters. <laughs> Zebra. <laughs> that's how the movie opens. No, it opens with the Titans. Oh, yeah, that's true. Robin's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is untouched, and there's just rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's Tim Drake. It's just a kid, man. Fourteen years old, bleeding to death. <laughs> it's like saving preference, picking his intestines back. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so dark. We should have an homage. 
Private Ryan's <laughs> Rudy did that with Mineral. With whatever, what? That Mineral Man who transformed into like the dinosaur, the mineral, the nature. I don't remember what he's called. Nature Mineral Something Man. <laughs> animal Mineral Vegetable Man. Yeah, Animal Mineral Vegetable Man. This guy is fucking awesome. Animal Vegetable Mineral Man, sorry. What if he comes back? <laughs> no explanation. He's fucking killed him. Comes back just to kill him again. All that's horrifying. <laughs> so disturbing. He comes back just to get murdered again. Why is that? That's horrifying. This is so I imagined him. <laughs> It's just a blob. <laughs> His flesh is sagging. It's so fucking cursed. That's so disturbing. Is the Batman brave in the boldest base? Dude, it looks so funny. Man. <laughs> Mineral vegetable, man. What, what vegetable, though? What? Ooh, that was done in live action. What? It was in Doom Patrol. This person. <laughs> no way. Kino. Kino. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> um. Yeah, Superman dies. I don't know how. How does he die? It's stab. <laughs> He's fought gods. <laughs> he gets fucking stabbed. Dies. That's kind of a slap. Versus Superman moment. (laughs) God. How does he? He has to push him into the sun. Wouldn't that kill him? Yes. Wait. I mean, wouldn't that power him? Is what I meant to say. Well, that's where we can leave it ambiguous. Well, if it's left ambiguous and he was alive and just an asshole and didn't come back. But why didn't he come back? Because he was an asshole. Because he was too powerful. Because he now is literally the sun. Oh whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa. The sun just has a face. It just turns to the... Oh, whoa. Hello. Hello. Just why won't he come back? We need a way does to justify his death. Does, does he not? And it makes sense. He gets stabbed. I know... Kryptonite. Which... <laughs> <laughs> no. Wasn't there one comic where... Um, um, there's a doc... Lex dresses up as a doctor... And he tricks him into thinking his blood can be used to cure cancer. But he just sprays him with water kryptonite and he fucking dies. (laughs) Yo! So, like, like the sprinklers on Brainiac's ship show him. No one's affected but him. It's just kryptonite water. (laughs) Just passes out and they get stabbed in the heart. (laughs) Stab him. Stab him. Guys, this is really fun. Jackass. Superman dies. Well, which Brainiac is this? Is this the one that collects things, or... This is the one that collects... Well, is it? Well, because I I thought it was. Maybe Superman has an opportunity to bring back the shrinked Krypton or something. But that's not what happened to it. Yeah, but a lot, some of them do have shrink. Well, that's not what happened in hours. And they, like, he, he like, spends a long time to try and 
That's not what happened. <laughs> it was destroyed because of Kryptonians' lack of 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 yeah. you know empathy for the environment, taking all of its resources. The lack of each other, the lack of trust in each other. Yeah, what what you said. Anyway, so he gets stuck. And how <laughs> so they get... how they rely on their traditions instead of their instead of the science. Soit. Just like that. Science. Or how they rely on other things to do their work for them. Do they try to go back in time to stop Brother Eye from coming at all? Or is that going to get too complicated? Because technically, time travel exists now. So we've kind of just glossed over it. <laughs> so they go back in time. Oh, could this be another Booster Gold or Blue Beetle movie? That was back in time again to oh, stop Brother Eye from even to stop themselves from sending it from sending it to space. But Brainiac is tracking them down through time. So him with Brother Eye shows up to the past. So there's two Brother Eyes. Yeah. So then they have to use Cyborg becomes Brother Eye, just like you said. But this time it's in the present past. Past <laughs> what the fuck is going on anymore? <laughs> the present past. Uh, wait a minute. Because technically it's been like two days since the end of Booster Gold and Green Arrow and Teen Titans. They all happened at the same time. Somehow, for some reason. Magically. It all just happened at the same time. <laughs> because they send it out. He just takes it and shows. He's like, oh, neat. <laughs> just sends the ship closer. I just want Yellow Brick Road in the trailer. Like, all ominous and badass and shit. Where, like, the Justice League are walking out of the Hall of Justice. And, like, it eclipses the sun. And it's just the skull ship. And, like, Yellow Brick Road's playing... And it's all like epic and badass and shit, and that just ends. That's all. That's the that's the first trailer. <laughs> what are they saying goodbye to? They're saying goodbye to their lives. Oh, jeez. <laughs> everything. Not everything's going to be the same. Everything's about to change. Stop. Stop. For the better. <laughs> that's a change of pace. So. So either way, some way, we're going to set it up to where somehow they end up losing, but maybe they just don't know it yet at the end until later. They lose, win. They win, lose. They win, lose. They think they win, but they don't lose until later. Um, they go back two days to stop brother to stop themselves from sending Brother Eye to the to the to the into outer space. And, um, um, that's it. And that's it. It just ends. It just, it just ends. Well, no, that was just an idea that I had. Because time travel technically exists. Yeah. And I didn't know if you wanted to do something with it. We could do a with when we do ultimate. Or unlimited. What? When we do unlimited. That's what that's what I would call the next phase is Justice League Unlimited. Because that's what the animated series did with its futuristic stuff, at least. Unlimited. 
Okay, we'll do that eventually, later. Eventually, soon. yeah. Maybe, possibly. Uh, possibly. We'll see. We'll probably never think of this again. No. Um, so Superman gets stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a, they hold a big funeral or something. And then Doomsday comes out. No, like, stop! No! <laughs> and pulls him out of the grave and Superman starts screaming like, ah, and he just How, wait. fucking rips him in half. He faked his death. <laughs> It's like the ending of man. It's like the ending of Batman versus Superman, where we see the dirt lift up. But he was actually can see it anywhere else, like except he's actually still dead. Yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> he just suffocated immediately. Hey, when are you done? Anywho, I don't have any other ideas really. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm kind of just glad this is done. Yeah, me too. Um, do you have anything else? It was nice at first, but now I uh, I'm done. <laughs> I think we're both glad that it's it's done, you know. Um Okay. Let's see here. So American Psycho next week. In two to three weeks, the Bond ranking. After this, we're gonna get Fables set up. So we I can try that. <laughs> Is the controller in here? Or? No, I have to I have to go okay. to the bathroom soon, anyways. Okay. Should we stream it or just do one and then edit it? That's up to you. I feel like we'd get more views if we edited it. Edited it. Because it would pop up in people's fable. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Overall, I'm excited about what we're doing in the future. And. We got this at a nice two hours. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, all right. We should, yeah, we should maybe cut back on the news. That'll help. Yeah. All right. Do you have any uh, uh, outros, or, or do you have anything else, or no. for the outro? No. All right, you can do the outro. Yeah, Chili Marty sixty nine. That is Twitter. The real Chill Mart on Instagram and Chill Mart on Spotify and Chill Mart Pod cast on youtube mm -hmm. um, we i don't know if we're just gonna change it to chill mart. yeah we'll just change it to chill mart while we're gonna be on youtube anyways um yeah hope you y'all are excited for the future a little more streamlined a little bit more different i guess um anywho i'm excited for shorter episodes actually oh we should actually do a favorite now, yeah, yeah, do a favorite. Okay, um, let's see here. Uh, okay, favorite class throughout your years of uh, school. Like favorite class out of all the. Yeah, so or we could do like. I don't know if you would want to go subject or teacher that taught the subject or what you'd want to do. But what was your favorite class that you had? Out of everything, I I think it's yeah. I think I think out of everything, at least I remember having. I, I gotta say, it's actually film studies. I actually had a lot of fun in that class. <laughs> yeah, I had it during the pandemic. No, that's not true. Ukulele. 
I oh, always yeah. look forward to ukulele because it was, it was, was just pretty... the boys in ukulele. ukulele. We would suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> but it wouldn't matter. We just screw around the whole time. We'd be like, are you guys working? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Doing good. <laughs> Spending the entire hour just talking. <laughs> God, it was actually almost an hour and a half. We would just BS the whole time. Yeah. Past the class anyway. <laughs> worth it. also choir too with that same teacher was fun yeah i think you might lie. be right yeah i'm not gonna lie choir at least in high school fun. i think those were probably my favorite yeah huh so we're saying yeah those classes were actually pretty fun despite us not really learning that much and i'm well you can't learn much about choir <laughs> yeah that's true without getting we were really bad nuts. singers yeah we were bad singers but <laughs> we oh remember the one where we had to um that was the one where we had to dance. Yeah. It was really bad. It was so funny because we, like, we knew them. But we were, especially, like, the duet dance. We had to find a separate person. Yeah. We did it, like, really awkwardly. And, like, we would be in the back. But, like, it didn't matter. It's so, like, we just wouldn't do the dance half the time. Were we Bill and Ted, too? Yeah, we were Bill and Ted. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Whoa. Dude. Who was who? I think we just went with because I was tall. I was. You were Keanu. Keanu. Now it was Alex Winter. Yeah. I forgot their names. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. One of them is Bill, one of them is Ted. But yeah. Also, there's that one music class in middle school with that one teacher. But the entire class would just fuck around the whole time. And she would get really pissed. That was fun. Sometimes fun. Sometimes <laughs> Except when she started crying. Then it she cried? Fun. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember one of the students made her cry. Oh. Yeah. That was not fun. Children cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Children are cruel. Children can be cruel. Well, I... I was super invested, like, the first year of middle school. But I dropped off really hard the like between the summer into the second year of middle school. But I don't know why I didn't leave. I just stayed for some reason. Oh, in band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was me too. That, that, that first year, dude, I was hard. I think I was one of the best clarinet players. I was because she ranked, she ranked them like in case you didn't know by yeah. worst. I ended up being last because I never showed up to that. Me either. <laughs> so. Or when I did show up, I'd be ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm okay, really. You don't. It's, it's, you don't gotta come. Yeah. It's fine. And then those last, the last, were we, I know we were in it, because we used to talk in that class, didn't we, too? We would, after every single session, just BS the whole time. I think, weren't we, we dropped out the last. No, seven? we. Grade? No, we played all three years. Oh yeah, we did. Cause the last concert we did was, like music themes, like movie music. Oh themes. yeah. So there was like the Avengers, and I think. The star uh, the. Fox Sports NFL. I can't imagine being at the concert and sound seeing. It's gotta sound so awful. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's. I don't know. I don't know. 
over the past year, now that I've actually left school, I've been getting vivid memories of my past that I'd rather not remember yeah. <laughs> of the high school, of just any year in school. There was uh, the one time in sixth grade where I had a crush on a girl, but instead of just, you know, asking her out, I was running away from her and then yelled, <laughs> I like you, and then ran to the lunch line and I didn't talk to her for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> run away from run away from your problems <laughs> make life worse life is worse with you Ron. that's why you keep living <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so good yeah, I I remember thinking my second grade teacher had a crush on me. Yeah, huh? Yeah, it was because she laughed at one of my jokes. God, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Owen Wilson zoo. <laughs> They're just taking the photos, like <laughs> playing with the yo. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. that's so good. Oh my god. See, there were I was never good at like science. I think they just called it science or whatever. Until high school and then they like biology. I thought the teachers were a lot better in high school for science than uh, middle school. I think so. There was one that everyone hated. But I I liked her. I didn't see a problem with her. Yeah, I don't know why people didn't like her. And plus she she kind of showed us a kind of based movie called Kadiga. I'd never saw that. I was not there. It's pretty, pretty cool, I guess. She's in the car and I'm making me a man. I don't know. Um, I th- um, what else? There was. I think, I remember. All of the names of my elementary school teachers. First and last name. Ooh, not their first name. Just their last name. My first grade teacher moved to second grade, so I had her for, as my second grade teacher as well. Um, then she became a librarian. Then she left. Oh, yeah. And that sucked, because she was my favorite of all the teachers, especially because I had her for two years. And then she just, like, gone. I'm like, oh, damn. But her husband was the principal of the high school. So when he left, it clued me in. Uh oh, <laughs> they're gone. But yeah, they have like different jobs like around town. Like a couple of them work at a brewery, which is kind of funny. <laughs> like I remember in second grade, we were at a restaurant and a group of uh, teachers came in. We're all having beer, but I wanted to say hi. But like, dad, yeah. my dad was like, ah, you should just let him be. But I just walk over and I'm like, hi, how you doing? It's like, I'm pretty sure they didn't want me to see them drinking alcoholic beverage. But now I'd just be like, fuck you, kid, go <laughs> Kick the kid. <laughs> uh, yes, sadly, I, there's a, um, a couple kids I work with recognized that, because we have DoorDash now where I work. Oh really? So yeah, one some of the kids recognized one of the 
door dashers and a slut teacher. And yeah, sadly, teachers do not make enough money, so they have to have side jobs. Mm-hmm. So, for teachers raising get... our next generation. Yeah, yeah teachers get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was one eighth grade, the history slash geography slash social studies teacher. He had, he didn't he get cancer, something dark like that, and he had to leave. Did it come back? Yeah, that's why he left. (laughs) Although there was an eighth grade English teacher that was pretty funny. I don't know if we can say yeah, his last yeah, name, but that was pretty funny. He had a big beard, and he left one day, so he he forced everyone to watch an asylum movie, <laughs> and then he came back. It's like, wait, you actually watched that? <laughs> he just what did we watch? It was like a ooh, it was really bad. Had nothing to do with what we were talking about, but it was like it was an asylum movie, so it was awful. I remember, I remember us, wait, is this an, I remember, I remember us saying, like, wait, is this an Asylum movie? But it I don't remember what really it, we watched. It was really bad. Either way, he showed it to, you, you, you made a, st- <laughs> and he had an office, he had, the, he, he played the office during lunch and kids would go eat in his classroom and watch the office. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, there was a. Our last assignment was to write a uh, story, and you did one off of a superhero you made. Yeah. But I didn't read it, because <laughs> like, you went way in-depth, and I was too bored, so I just made it a shitty musical at the end for some reason, and then nothing made sense, but then the third person that we had wrote nothing and wanted credit. <laughs> yeah, he literally, I'm not writing anything, I'll just give you all the credit. And then the teacher didn't even read it anyways. He's just like, I'll just give you A's. I don't care. He left for Arizona or Colorado? Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He came back. Did he? No, he didn't come back. But he, for some reason, came to the high school, like, when we were, like, in 11th or 10th grade. Oh, I remember that. I remember seeing And just started playing volleyball for some reason with the kids in the gym. Oh, yeah. He uh, was a, yeah. kind of a child. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And for, like when he tried to be Santa, he like, quote unquote, dyed his beard, but it just looked like piss. <laughs> <laughs> so he just they peed on my beard. He was, he was a funny teacher. Yeah. Most of them, I don't. I wonder if I can say her name. The eighth grade science substitute. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> so the the previous teacher was fine. I didn't like. I didn't love the class. We but only had him for like two months. No, we had him for like half the time. I thought it was until December, September to like December. That's like three months. Yeah, four, September, October, November, like four months. Either way. Then there was a substitute that we had in the rest of the year. She taught us nothing. She just said there's going to be a quiz, so take notes. And then she there was never... She show from someone online. Yeah. And it had really bad jokes. Yeah. There was like a ghostwriter joke, and I just died. <laughs> ghostwriter. But like, it was over 500 <laughs> slides long. 
And we had to take notes. And she, I mean, but she didn't tell us what to take notes on. She just said, take notes. And then we never had a quiz on it. <laughs> and she didn't even know what she was talking about. Like, did she even prepare to be a teacher? Like, I'm sorry, but like... Or like a science teacher is definitely not what she wanted to be. Yeah. Do they just not get that much applicants? For science teachers? I feel like most people tr- skew young. Don't they? They try to work with younger people. Yeah. So then middle school to high school might be a little bit more Well, difficult. no one wants middle school. Because that's when kids are going through their... And, yeah, middle schools. Yeah. They're a bunch of tyrants. <laughs> yeah. Villains, I tell you. I remember, uh, I remember I just used to sit there and make draw comics in the front of class. And she wouldn't care. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, the one thing I remember about that class is... We had to do a presentation on a planet, and we did Uranus. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we tried to compose ourselves. We get up to the front, and we just can't. We start laughing. We can't even, we can't even talk about it. We, we say Uranus, and we just lose our shit. Shit, did I save that slideshow? You did. Show? You did. I hope you brought it over to your personal account, because your uh, school account's gone. It'd be in Drive. Or maybe it'd be Slimes. Oh, no. You didn't that was bring... actually... Oops. Why would that be... Because that was actually so good. I don't... Would it be under Shared With Me? Did you bring it over? Ooh. I don't think you did. Yo, generic cop show. You didn't bring it over. I can still find that website that we used. Our. Where did we go? We just stole jokes from a website. Tilt of your. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we called it the Tilt of (laughs) your penis. Okay, that's so pretty good. <laughs> but we weren't pronouncing it Uranus. We were calling it Uranus all the time. Uranus. Uranus. That sounds like like a like a skit. Like the teacher would just go Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> uh. The tilt of Uranus. Vic. Oh yeah. It was a vacation. Yeah, we had to do a vacation on a location. <laughs> we didn't Uranus. <laughs> the tilt of Uranus. Who came up with that? <sighs> That's a brilliant title. Who who came up with that? Oh, I don't know if it's going to be there. Yeah, but it was so good. At the... Don't you get for not bringing it over, man? Yeah, fuck. I should have listened to this, our SSR teacher. Yeah, it's as if she told you several times. If you have something you want to bring over, bring <laughs> it over. <laughs> My breast position. Tilt of your brain. Such a good slideshow. Remember we had Todd Howard for some reason in the presentation? Oh, yeah. Wasn't there one where we also, there was another presentation? Because she would literally just tell us, okay, here's something you have to research on your own and make a presentation. Wasn't there one where we hid Nemo in every single slide? And it's like, hey, try and find Nemo. Oh, no, that was, um, that was, uh, that was health class. Oh, yeah. And 
I wasn't in. I wasn't in yeah, that you were, class. You were with, with me. Was I? It was me, you, Jake, and then a fourth friend of ours. Me and you went to the front. We never acknowledged it. We just said, "Can you find the eagles?" And we just had in the corner. We would go through each slide, talking about the points, and then there'd be an eagle at each of them. And then when we got to the end, we said, "Did you find the eagle?" And they'd be like, "I don't know." So we would go to the beginning, and we like went through it, showing off where all the eagles were. Eagles had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Presentation. But... Wait, what? What? Cl- what? Uh, it was grade health. Was this? Tenth. It was a health class. It again had nothing to do with eagles. But we just <laughs> threw eagles in there, and like the last one was impossible to find, because we shrinked it oh, yeah. so small yeah, and we I put it in that. between like a letter, and it was so tiny no one could see it i was just trying to remember who the teacher was i don't remember 10th grade health i the guy's name i forgot the guy's name either way when when we got to the end ours was the most engaging presentation i think because we made a little game out of it even though that had nothing to do with the presentation we're just like yeah find this thing scavenger hunt it's fine Where's Waldo, but with ego? Um, I do remember that health class. I'm very proud of this still, but I we did a presentation, right? And uh, mine was the most black and white blank canvas ever. I didn't like do any fancy, fancy things, you know, fancy uh, graphics. Graphics. It was just black and white, generic pictures <laughs> that they stole from the internet. Everyone else was fancy, and I I was the only one in the class to get a perfect. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because the teacher liked me, or I actually pulled off a good presentation. Because I made jokes that nobody laughed to besides the teacher. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, his name is... Yeah. yeah, I forgot his name. Until it just like... <laughs> Either way, I don't remember that. I don't remember most of the presentations, actually. I remember a lot, because I had fun doing presentations. I hate presentations so fucking much. Socially, I liked it because the teachers always praised me for getting out of my comfort zone and being like, "Hey, you did a good job." And I did not. <laughs> there was um, um, <laughs> there's so was... much, there's so much shit I remember doing in in middle school, <laughs> where the teachers are like, "You need to get this done," and then <laughs> I never do it. I don't know why that's so funny. Like, you need to get this done. No. Just doesn't do it. Never acknowledges it again. So good. I was... Middle school was hell. Like, it was so bad. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, it was kind of fun. There was... I was... My worst school years were middle school because I was just <laughs> such a shit student. Yeah, like in science class in seventh and eighth grade, I didn't do any of the homework. Yeah. I did no research. I bombed like half the tests and I had to remake them. Like I was such a shit student. Oh, and um, yeah, I I I was I I got bigger in middle school. So, Fayed was not fun. Although, that trip in sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Great, grand, great, grand. Great little watch, grand little watch. Either way, 
the field trip that took three days and like two nights and there was like a talent show at the end that was pretty fun I liked that it was I don't even know if they're still doing it because it all depended on our behavior and from what I hear Ooh. it has not been good the past couple of years no there were some people we were that here. were not good well that and COVID happened so it might yeah. have been a bit difficult oh I remember I remember this one I don't like wild race but someone when we had a like a we had a lesson on Native Americans. There was a lot. Yeah. In they, sixth grade. Yeah. There, yeah, there was, was a lot of during that Native American like yeah. history and discussion, which I think I took for granted because I wish I'd remembered more of it. Because I thought it was all interesting, but the teacher was so fucking boring. Yeah, we didn't have the same teacher. You. I was on the on the top floor, and I you was were in the, the basements. basements. <laughs> I liked both of my teachers, so. I had math right in the morning. That's awful. Oh, I'm so glad. No joke. Every single time I had math in high school, it was my last period. So if I just didn't do any of it, I could just do it during lunch. <laughs> just slack off. And then, Our hour-long lunch. And then quickly just cheat off the homework in the back of the book. I'm not even going to lie. That's what I shouldn't say that in public. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're at high school now. That's true. But it was... Who didn't cheat on a test in high school? I feel like a lot of people would say, Yeah, I didn't. Shut up. You totally didn't. <laughs> Shut up. At least once. At least once. <laughs> During lockdown? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, my God. Who didn't? During Lorona, bro? Oh, my. As soon as Remember doing choir? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I found a hack for some reason when he, when he made us do the weird online thing, right? I, I swear, I found a hack, I swear. Um, I didn't, because I didn't have a mic, but for some reason it would still register. So, like, so I, I no matter I how loud I would sing, it would never register. <laughs> and so I sent him a very angry email of how stupid this was. And he's just like, I hear you. Hear me out. There's nothing else we can do. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that music app was actually really bad. Oh my god. Because, like, even if it would register, it'd register really low. Yeah. So I'm just like, god damn it. I would literally have to be yelling for it to hear me. It's like, I don't want to yell. I'm in my house. Why would I want to yell? I did maybe the first week and never did any of it again, and it still passed. So, <laughs> with the B minus. Nice. So it doesn't even matter. I always got. My best time, like my, the best GPAs I got in high school were during COVID. My last quarter of 10th grade, 4.0. 4.0. Stellar GPA. And then I had like 3.9, 3.75, 3.8, 3.0. Like I fucking killed the last year and a half, like two like two hour two years of high school, you know, killed it. It was fine. It was eleventh grade when we did back and forth that I really struggled. Cause yeah. Some of the teachers, I'm sorry, but they not text. <laughs> oh man, like the one money and investing, I had no idea what was going oh, on. Oh no! I had no idea what was oh, going on. Oh my I, god! I actually did fine of that teacher, uh, since I had a later classes with 
with her, but that one class was. I'm sorry. That was miserable. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, oh my god, money in back. We had a giant textbook, and we just had to. Oh my god, that was really bad. Okay, so I was an idiot for this, but senior year, I took college prep physics, which was a semester long. Worst decision of my life. I was so bad at fit. Like, when it came to, like, building shit, like, I built a bridge that didn't break just by putting, like, 60 pounds of pressure on it. It, like, it, like, because I glued it on funny, the bottom layer of the bridge, like, partly came off, but I just put it together. And it could have kept going. Like, it, it actually didn't break. I built a fantastic or like, I built a, a, a car that launched with a mouse trap. That was fun. Like when you got to build stuff, it was cool. Yeah, that was with that one teacher. Yeah. yeah. But when, or, or when he exploded a pumpkin, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't get to take the cool science classes because everything else was boring. I didn't like the other science classes you had to take before that. Or he was, so. at first, he would just be like, "Oh yeah, take the." You gotta do all the notes. You gotta, you know, do all the practice problems. But because I never paid attention, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And so it just kept piling on. Suddenly I'm like 30 problems behind and I just stopped doing them. I'm like, nah, who needs them? I'm okay. And he's like, technically, I don't grade them, but they, they're gonna help you on the test. I'm like, nah, it's fine. And then I would either ace it or bomb it. <laughs> I didn't have a middle ground. It's either F or A. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, that teacher was actually kind of cool. So Cause I no, he was he a would, cool teacher. Like, like if um, he I wore remember, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was pretty cool. I remember one time college, the college, the people who took the college class talked about it once. How a bunch of people failed. So he's just like, yeah, you all passed. Whatever. <laughs> nice. So. And then people are like, this class is so easy. I'm like, how, how is this easy? <laughs> I felt like I was dying. Or like, when it came to the formulas, I got so confused because they're so elaborate. And I just, something contradicted another thing. And it just got way too confusing. So like, I would always do the equations wrong. <laughs> but like, he still passed me anyway. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's neat. Okay. Remember when we were going to end this like 30 minutes ago? Can I have a tangent about nostalgia? Nostalgia. Okay.